This is a HeadGum Podcast. Comedians Nick Weiger and Mike Mitchell review fast food and chain restaurants in this podcast, whose name evokes World War I infantrymen. Roy. What are doughboys? That's the show. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. In 1981, the nascent video game industry was forever altered by a new arcade cabinet from Nintendo, a company then best known as a Hanafuda card manufacturer. Directed by Legend of Zelda creator Shigeru Miyamoto and produced by the father of the Game Boy, Gunpei Yokoi, Donkey Kong was a sensation, introducing the world to its titular ape antagonist and the player's surrogate, a mustachio in red overalls then known as Jumpman and today known as Mario. Unfortunately, the coin-op triumph of Donkey Kong was not reflected in its home versions, often shoddy ports due to inferior console hardware, or its sequels, the less successful Donkey Kong Jr., and the baffling Donkey Kong 3, a crude shooter in which the player assumes control of Stanley the Exterminator. And while Mario would become a jump-up superstar in his own franchise, the Donkey Kong IP would be relatively unexplored after its breakout launch, until the early 1990s, when Nintendo entrusted the character to UK developer Rare. The end result, 1994's Donkey Kong Country for the Super Nintendo, was a charming and tough-as-nails platformers with then-stunning 3D-rendered characters and an inspired soundtrack by David Wise. The rare reboot breathed new life into the Donkey Kong canon, reimagining the barrel-tossing lady kidnapper as a necktie-wearing jungle defender, and significantly, expanding the Kong family. New characters included nimble ball-cap-wearing monkey Diddy Kong, surfer dude war profiteer Funky Kong, sexy sultry simian Candy Kong, and testy whitebeard Cranky Kong, widely speculated to be the original DK. Two Super NES sequels added to the Kong count by introducing Dixie Kong, Kitty Kong, Swanky Kong, and Cranky's wife, Wrinkly Kong. When Rare's final Donkey Kong game, Donkey Kong 64, debuted in 1999, the Kong count swelled even further to add Chunky Kong, Lanky Kong, and Tiny Kong. Wrinkly Kong grimly appeared as a ghost in the new entry without explanation, apparently killed off camera after the events of Donkey Kong Country 3. And when it comes to franchises with individuals sharing the same name distinguished by descriptor, you can also include a Greek-American concept founded in 2012 in Northern California. Cousins Nick, Nick, and Nick, aka Baby Nick, Big Nick, and Little Nick, collaborated on the idea after Baby Nick returned from Greece with a hunger for authentic gyros. The eatery grew to over 50 locations in under a decade, and in 2022, the fast-growing chain was bought by Yadav Enterprises, a franchising company that oversees 600 Jack-in-the-Box and TGI Fridays locations. 
As for this Triforce of Cousins all having the same name, by tradition they were all named for their grandfather, Nick, and labeled to separate them. Perhaps lending more credence to the Cranky Kong was the original Donkey Kong theory. This week on Doughboys, Nick the Greek. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, Salvador Deli, the spoon man, Mike Mitchell. Salvador Deli. That's pretty good. That's it. That is the roast. I love you, Mitch, from Brandon. How about that? Like uh, my sandwich, like uh, the, the turkey is like coming out the side and coming down. Yeah. Can you imagine the horror of a melted sandwich? (laughs) Sandwich melt, pretty good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Melt Salvador, sandwich, De- Salvador's mind. Deli is is seems like a kind of a pretty good restaurant. That's a good name. I'm surprised there is there might be a food truck that's Salvador Deli somewhere. Where was Salvador Deli from? Is he Spain? He's Spanish, yeah. Hmm. Oh. I'll Google it. I'm what are you Google- doing with that information? <laughs> I'm just gonna Google it later. That's all. Okay. Salvador Deli, Spain. You want me to look it up now? I think you should. You want I- me to look up Salvador Deli or Deli? Salvador Deli. You want me to look up Salvador Deli? Well, I guess we Spain. should find out if he's from Spain okay. first, right? Hold on. I'm um, I'm pretty sure he's from Spain. Yes, he was a Spanish surrealist artist. Uh, Salvador Deli. Deli restaurant. Did you mean Salvador Dali? Yeah, that's gonna be the issue. Okay. The Salvador Deli. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It, wow. It's such a right there sort of pun that you'd imagine someone would have already capitalized on it. Where is the Salvador Deli? Hold on. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta look at it again. Okay. <laughs> Salvador Deli. Shit, it went away. It was like a it was a recommendation. Salvador Deli Spain is still, even if I'm ignoring Salvador Dali, it's still driving me towards Salvador Dali, I think because Spain is in there. All right, Salvador so, Deli, here we go. If I just do Salvador Deli. This is Facebook. Yeah. I mean there's an El Salvador Deli, but that's a different thing. Deli El Salvador. So these are maybe about uh, like Salvadoran restaurants. Mm. And that's a different thing than a pun on, on Salvador Dali's name. <laughs> is it Dali? Everyone says Dali, but look, there's an accent over the eye. Is it Dali? Salvador Dali? You're asking me? I don't know. I'm going to solve this for you. Um, What's Sal- that? Salvador Dali has a painting. I'm calling call him Salvador Dali now. Uh, a painting called The Great Masturbator. Shit. You know what sucks is like it would be fun to be like, that's you or me, but like, yeah. we're not that good at it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's probably good, I'm guessing, right? I, I mean, have to be. Have a painting named after him. I got so much shit for saying I jacked off into the shower. <laughs> you got shit for that? Online, you know, like online, like jacked off into the dry shower. But what would what like what were people doing? How were they criticizing? They were like one of the because they were like a dry shower. That's insane. I'm like, well, I turn on the, I try to, I like clean it up. It's not like I just like, you know what I mean? Not like I just like shoot, like I don't shoot it in there and uh, and leave it. And they also there there was also talk of they're like they were like they they actually it's funny that they don't think they talk about. I'm not even gonna say, actually. You know what? 2024. No come talk. Oh, Have we? Wow. This wow. is the thing. We already have 
a few 2024 episodes in the in the can. Some mm-hmm. have already been released. I don't know if we've already talked about cum on those episodes, so we nah. might have already gone past it. <laughs> I doubt it. No cum in 2024? I think no cum in 2024. That's right. the way people are going to react. Am I having deja vu, or did we make this deal with ourselves once before? I think we probably did. I don't we think we did we're something somewhere where we were like, we're not saying this this year, <laughs> and then we immediately did it. The little prudes, well, someone was like, like the cum talk doesn't bother me, but even this episode, they talked too much about cum. They were like too mad. They were mad about our cum talk. Stop reading these comments. I know. It's not helping you. I know. What if this is someone's episode one? <laughs> we're like looking at Life Hacker to, of I like, think... 10 food podcasts to start off the new year. It's like, oh, I'll check this thing out. That's their These guys are, are making a no those... cum pledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's their fault. You're... Look, your parents listen to this podcast. My mom has listened before. Yeah. We don't, I, I mean, I guess that's we're shameless, I guess, is probably the issue. I just saw your mom, by the way. She, she came did. by, she, she dropped you off. I gave her a big hug. Here's a crazy Looking thing. Great. As that was happening, yeah. my mom was taking my car, and I rolled up the passenger side window, closed the window on my fingers. Yes. I've never done that before. It fucking hurt. You all right? I think so. You ever, it's one of, but that's one of those injuries where you're like, you didn't realize it could be an injury, right? Yeah. I've maybe said before, and this is a place our, our, our guest knows well, but the old uh, UCB theater, the backstage, one yeah. of the doors, one of the stage doors, yeah. uh, like I, I like turned the knob on it. And this was during a show. And as it was closing, Somehow the skin on the on the palm of my hand got caught oh in like no. the turning mechanism. Oh. oh my god! And it Ugh. like as it closed, like just ripped open like it like a, an inch and a half seam of skin that just immediately started gushing blood. And I did. Hey, and this was who, an old show called Sketch. Uh, uh, I probably still goes it goes on. Still called Sketch Cram, where it's like an hour long sketch show. And so I did the rest of the show like holding a paper towel to, to absorb the, ble- the bleeding from God. my hand. Yeah, isn't that crazy? But I was like, how can you injure yourself this way? Who thinks that the the, the flesh of their hand can get caught in a doorknob? But it happened. I, I to got me. a question for you. Who is yeah. the door installer? Pinhead. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like something you'd like. I was messing around with the lament configuration backstage, so that might have been partly on me. I mean, our guests will remember. I I, I got to do the drop. Yeah, do your drop. Know, just Boone Nation, but our guests will remember how often this guy had the lament configuration backstage. <laughs> <laughs> he was always messing around with that thing. Emma hit him with this. Hit him with a drop. Pecan. Yeah. With stress on the first syllable. Uh, pecan. Idly with stress on the second kill syllable. Pe- pecan. It's a piss festival. Wait, what is it? Isn't it? Couple more options. <laughs> pecan. Pecan. Oh. Pecan. Strategic. Pecan. Pecan. Uh. Pick and. <laughs> no. Peking. Do I make you horny, baby? I will not have sex with the license for that one. I liked it more as it went on, honestly. Yeah, it kind of grew on me. I drop King and Mitch. I spend too much time on this drop. Please enjoy it. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, come to bed. (laughs) Not now. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, I have to... I have to film the new Fast and the Furious tomorrow. It's Charlize Theron. <laughs> uh, please enjoy it regardless of whether or not it's played on the show. Josh, Burger Brigade, plus Canadian Creamsman. Wow. Thanks, Josh. Burger Brigade. Fuck off. Uh, 
Anyways, that was it's a kind of embarrassing when you hear this old show a little bit and it's bad. But then you know what? We're making the new shows and they're bad. Yeah. So in a way, it's nice. <laughs> it, it is nice, Mitch. Roald Dahl. We were talking about him before the show started, mm-hmm. and we were we were we were just saying that Augustus Gloop, Gloop didn't really do anything wrong. And I just thought that I mean, like, I th- people have probably already come to this, right? Like, I, like people have already come to this conclusion. Yeah, I think a lot of what happened in uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory or the Sorcerer and the Chocolate Factory has been relitigated at this point. But yeah, yeah. he certainly probably went a little too far. Yeah, old Wonka. Are you ready for new? Are you ready for young Wonka? We'll have seen young Wonka by the time this episode is out. Well, yeah, you yeah first day you and I have gone going. I'm doing a midnight screening. <laughs> Augustus Gloop is just a little gloop of a of a nut. That will that be in the movie? We're gonna find out. I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying. I'm not saying the other. You think that you think... <laughs> Wait, so it's just the word. It's just the yeah. word cum. We can talk about ejaculate, but we can't. We just can't it's just say cum. Three letter word. Cum. You think that the end of the movie is like a little? It's a, the gloop of a custard yeah. gloop. <laughs> That's the mid credit sequence. Just a lo- whoa, like going into the egg. <laughs> Just a load in a dry shower, close, <laughs> close push in on it. Uh, our guest today, very excited to have her back, Becky Feldman. Becky, thank you for being here. Thank you for tolerating all that. Oh, my God. I came here to talk about cum. <laughs> Becky, no. Becky. I'm well, so bummed that today's she, night. Well, you, you didn't give it up. We Only we gave it up. That's we, true. Oh, thank God. Okay. We can't engage, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Becky, we're recording this in 2023, but this is coming out in 2024. And I'm curious, are you someone who is a two-year? resolutions do you make new year's resolutions do you ever and and specifically does it ever involve food oh you know what like i make new new year's resolutions and it doesn't usually involve food Mm. um it's usually like remember to vacuum like it's like dumb dumb stuff like not like mini like not self-improvement but like oh when you leave turn off the ac you know like stuff that i should know Mm. you know that i'm not doing I like that those are achievable. Low, yeah, yeah. low-key resolutions. And yeah. tangible improvements in your life. Yeah. That's do great. they carry over? Are they things that like you carry over for like like from then on out, you've fixed the problem or I do vacuum more. I did get a new vacuum and I think that had something to do with like, I got the cordless mm-hmm. vacuum and I think that helped. So that helped, but so I am a vacuumer. Um so I'm perfect is my point. <laughs> I'm perfect. What did you go with the Dyson? What what cordless vacuum do you get? I it, the the shark. One? Is there okay. a shark? Yeah, one? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that one. I actually, I got it as a Hanukkah present. Wow. From my brother and sister-in-law. Wow. Um, it was very nice of them. That's very exciting. That's very, that's very exciting. Is that yeah. a? That's, and, good, that's a good uh, present. That's a great present. They knew I had wanted it because yeah. I because they wanted to get a new. Oh, this is this is the best story you're ever going to hear. Actually, it's not. This is the worst story. <laughs> I kept asking them for their old vacuum, and they then they just got me a new one, which was very nice because I. Oh my god, because my brother cut his finger like the way you cut your hand on one of the on a mandolin or whatever it's called. Oh my god. He cut wow. he, he I'm sorry, Josh, if you um he cut his thumb off and I get this like panic call and they're like, Can you watch um our kid because we have to go to the uh, emergency room because he cut like the top of his thumb off. And this Dear was like Lord. this was Christmas eat this was because wow. they were making christmas eve dinner yeah and um so he had like this like giant thumb for the longest time and so i you know came to the rescue because you know i'm great and um <laughs> and as a thank you they got me a they got me a shark vacuum so i would shut up about asking them for their old vacuum 
that's nice. It was I, very nice. Yeah. Here's what I find with, and this could just be the model uh, cordless vacuum mm -hmm. I have. It has a little less suction power than the yeah. plugged in one. And that's a little bit of a step back. I found mm -hmm. the same thing with like, cause you know, for a while I was using a, a, like a cordless razor and mm -hmm. they eventually just switched to like, a, and, and this is like the beard trimmer, you know, I'm clean shaven now, but you know, I want to have a little bit of scruff. I went to the, I, I just switched to the plug-in model because you got a little more horsepower. Yeah. But yours, yours is still getting the job done. It's good. I mean, my apartment is the size of the, this corner. Like, it's very small. I don't mm. need, like, a, a, it takes me five. And I couldn't even, that's, like, I couldn't even vacuum my apartment for five minutes. That's how long it takes. Right. So, yeah, it's, it gets the job done. I still kept my plug-in vacuum because, you know, just in case I make a real big mess. Yeah, um, you, right. No, it's nice to have the heavy-duty option. Did yeah. your brother get that uh, mandolin from Captain Corelli? Yeah, and, and guess what? It was a re-gift because he got it from Pinhead. Mm -hmm. Did you look up Captain Corelli's mandolin no. on your phone? Is that what no. you were doing while she was telling that story? No. Okay. And it is a mandolin, right? Like, I, yes. It's yes. called a mandolin. No, okay. I didn't search yeah. mandolin movie. <laughs> <laughs> It was Captain Corelli. How could I forget? That's right. Captain Jack Sparrow meets Captain Corelli. Oh, man. Can you imagine? Oh, like a captain's movie? A ca like all the captains? A captain's crossover? Captain captain's crossover. Quarters. It's a weird name for a movie, but if you call it Captain C Crossover, it's pretty good. Can well, you say I, Captain Quarters? Captain's Quarters, yeah. That's pretty oh. good. Like all the captains are converging. Yeah. That's so, like a fun sitcom. You could And you could throw in like, you know, a Captain Picard. Yeah, throw in Sully. Why not? Sully's there. Yeah. Just a random dance captain, you know, who's That's like 13. That. that would be fun. Did Epstein fly the little Lolita? <laughs> he's a captain. Yeah, I think he's he would a captain. Be a captain. Right. He's in it. He's, he's in, in it. it. Yeah, I mean, he's in it. <laughs> I couldn't even think of like other besides like, I was like, you know, just like well, Captain America. You oh, know. Captain America. There's plenty of captains. There's a lot of captains. Figure it out. Mm -hmm. uh, let's, let's talk. Captain's a... bigger now. I, well, I shouldn't try. I shouldn't... Don't say it. Just Captain's bigger now. I think Captain America really, like, captains are kind of big again. Right? Like, for a while there. Yeah, I, I mean... Know, Captain Corelli is, like, one of the big ones for a while. Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch is a big one. Well, that's the thing. For the longest time, it was, like, a nautical thing. It was, like, mm -hmm. a sea captain. Mm. That was the big... Cap Captain Ahab. That was, like, oh, those uh, are your big captains, you know? And then you start to get, like, like then the Starfleet captains. That's his own thing. Now it becomes more of a science fiction thing. And then, obviously, Captain America makes it a, you know, whole superhero thing, so... You read Moby Dick this year, didn't you? No, I didn't. I haven't read it yet. That was oh, one, you haven't a, read the thing yet. I meant okay. to do. Yeah. A lot of our friends have read Moby Dick. I know. It's like, Why is everyone reading it? Like, I, 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 it is my goal to never read it. <laughs> I love that goal for you. Thank I think you. it's great. That's a that's a great New Year's goal. Thank if that's you, what you so much. Do. I want to like live the rest of my life having never read it, actively think... not reading it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very possible for you to do that. I I it's a great question. I mean, I someone sent a segment. Our friend Max Mayer sent Weiger and I a segment of it the other day, and it was like that segment was beautiful. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is like a great little. This is this is great, but a lot of it isn't it like about yeah. like whale blubber and shit. Like, isn't it like a? I, I think it's really well written. I mean, I think a good way to characterize it is in the amazing book Moby Dick by the author Herman Melville. <laughs> the author recounts his story of being at sea. In the first part of his book, the author, calling himself Ishmael, is in a small seaside town. And he is sharing a bed with a man named Queequeg. And I felt saddest of all when I read the boring chapters that were only descriptions of whales, because I knew that the author was just trying to save us from his own sad story just for a little while. Put uh, down your hog in that meatball sub. Let's write Moby Dick essay. I'm your daughter. Well, now I want to read it. 
was he jacking off? Oh, it's when he's having a heart attack. He's having a heart attack. Jacking yeah. off causes the heart attack. Jacking off causes the a heart, heart attack. attack. Needs the poem. Meatball that's sub the, also causes a heart attack. Meatball, yeah, meatball sub. Causes he thinks a heart he's heart dying, and so he wants someone to read his daughter's essay because it's the most beautiful thing he's ever read. And it is. We've talked about this. But the essay is bad. It's not bad, but it, it, it's not. No, a it's bad. It's it's not a great essay. Yeah. Um, but it is like I I understand that you know from a storytelling standpoint it's supposed to be like it's important to him because it's from someone he cares about you know God, I understand yeah, that much that yeah, tracks no, we, for me we get that but we yeah. also know it sucks the, I don't think the movie is good I do not like the did you see the whale I did not no I don't think you need to see the whale okay I won't I would read I would read Moby Dick before you see the whale I would read Moby Dick before you see the whale I'm, not, I'm never gonna well okay I mean. <laughs> When I when I first like came out that I'm like hi I'm a romance I used to like pretend that like I I read real books not yeah. romance novels so I was like would always like so when I like finally became proud of it I yeah. was like no Fifty Shades of Grey is just as important to like the cultural zeitgeist as Moby Dick I and so I'm therefore I'm never gonna read Moby Dick and I was just like angry f- about that for a really <laughs> long time and now everyone's reading Moby Dick and yeah. so now I'm like well should I read it. Like it's crossing my mind, but I made this promise to like my twenty four year old self sure. that I would never read it, and it's so yeah. it's it's really it's it's really hard being in my brain right now. Well, you know my vote. Don't read. Come on, what are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> what, that's what, true. what is what is what are we doing here? Well, what Wait, also just quickly to to clarify, is Moby Dick? Does Moby Dick end with a big guy floating into the air, or is that the whale? That's I the whale. Okay, the I'm whale is the one that, where no. yeah. Okay. He ascends to heaven. And the pro- protagonist in Moby Dick, does he eat meatball subs and jack off to, to porno or no? That's no. That's You're thinking again of the whale. <laughs> okay, all right. Sorry. It's the whale. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What what is okay? So so you know uh, uh, we've I, I and I've guessed it on your your wonderful podcast about romance novels, and I know that it's something you're a fan of. Um, do you, is there anything going on in romance novels in 2023? Like, are you someone who keeps up with the current releases? Um, I try to keep up with the current trends. What's crazy is that it is like the world of romance novels is very like vast and bigger than you think, and there's sure, all these infighting right. mm-hmm. and there's book talk and all this stuff. So I am barely able to like scratch the surface of what's going on. On. I know what I like, um, and lately, like the latest thing is like, well, it's not, it's actually kind of old, but like, is uh, romances where the, ma- it, like, if it's a straight romance, the male main character is not human, so it's an alien. Oh, that's it's mm. a centaur. Right, you got orcs, you know. So I haven't read a ro- <laughs> well, no, I have, but like, I haven't read like a for myself read a romance novel without. Like an orc or a like, I I don't know what my point is. That I don't know what human human sex is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. So is like if the if you're reading one of these books, is it like you know it's the romance novel cover, but there's like a minotaur yes. minotaur doing the embrace or something? Absolutely. Like that? That's, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. And it's like Wait, if, there's really is an orc one. Oh, there's there's a bunch of orc ones, and it's really like it's really, and I mean this in a great way, disgusting. Yeah. Because like. The way these authors work, it's very fascinating, but speaking of cum, <laughs> orc cum is very delicious. Like it's like it's like it it can feed you in this world. And there's like a few this books. Is, this is a convention, like kind of of the genre. I've read two books so far where it was a convention that the jizz of mystical beings is helpful along the lines of like breast milk or whatever. Wow, give her a life. Yes. So there is a good series. I just started. It's like called like Morning Glory Milking Farm, and um, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I <laughs> never rooted for two people to get together in my life. But anyway, it's like a very like sweet romance. And it's like um, a centaur, like in this world, centaur jizz is like very potent, very powerful. And pharmaceutical companies need centaur jizz to like make pills to like cure all the diseases. Got it. This is like, it's like the the whale serum in, or the, 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 uh, the, the, uh, Talcoon, from Talcoon syndrome, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, f- serum, not syndrome yeah. from a uh, way of water. Yeah. Yeah. So, in, in those books, it should be like the doughboys under and say, "Get out of my way, lady!" And we gra- we 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 take the serum. <laughs> I think that would be fun. <laughs> and also, I, I looked at some of these uh, these orc novels. Yeah. They're written by my exes. <laughs> <laughs> they're all written by my exes. I think they're te- they're like uh, semi autobiographical. That's what I'm saying. Oh, 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 you all wrote about a dating an orc after you dated me. Because they probably feel bad because the orcs are the heroes in these books. Oh, so, all right, yeah. there you go. that's pretty good. All so right. okay, so like like this is a this is a centaur farmer. Sorry, I cut you oh, off. Okay, yeah. So that so in this world, the, the main character, the female, she gets this job working at like she wants to go into medicine or whatever. So she gets a job working at this like factory where her job is to just jerk off um, <laughs> minotaurs all day. That's insane. It's so good. For people, <laughs> for people not watching the live, he waggers. Uh, he just pulled up his resume. He's updating it. <laughs> so it becomes like she's like jerking. So there's like a regular. There's like the the this factory or whatever. They have like a the regulars. There's these these minotaurs who come in and yeah. they're like I'm donating. You know, getting some money or whatever. She falls in love with like one of her regulars and but like you know but she meets him like by jerking him off and he they just like like gallons and gallons of really beneficial <laughs> um, animal or like you know mythical Nuts. creature. They not. Right. And it's the cutest love story I've ever read. Like it was like it was it was like I don't know, I can't even describe it, but it was like it was like a very cute love story. But like it, she just happens to be like jerking him off the whole time, and he's like jizzing everywhere. And but it's also like there's a meet cute, and they like talk about their lives. <laughs> For our audio listeners, just the vigor with which Becky is <laughs> acting out the jerk off <laughs> mannerism, and also. Proportionally correct, I think, to a centaur. I mean, it was really well, right? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, good yeah. writing. Because, <laughs> you know, first in this world, like, you know, they do have machines, yeah, but yeah. eventually it's like sometimes you just need a personal touch. Yeah, And right, so then right, the right. woman comes in. And, and I mean, again, like, it, like they talk about girth, ball, like, it's just, but like at the same time, they're like, oh, yeah, I grew up in like a small town and da da da. I grew up in a small town too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's, so it sounds it's because it, it's kind of like hey this is supposed to be like a clinical procedure mm-hmm. but it is like inherently sexual and so we can't help kind of developing feelings for each other exactly like and that. someone is a centaur or a minotaur or you know yeah. uh, not human and they just the, it's like it's like fluid kink like people are like really into just people like male organisms just jizzing a lot and the jizz being delicious <laughs> look. <laughs> <laughs> if I if you found out that like centaur nut mm-hmm. like cured ailments, I'd fucking be taking it down, wouldn't you? I'd yeah. be jerking centaurs off right now. I mean, for, I mean, that to me, that's the funnier thing. Is like your nine to five is like clock in and someone jacks you off. Mm-hmm. It seems like more awkward, I guess. Put on the hard hat, yeah. grab your lunch pail. <laughs> <laughs> Time to get jacked off. It's so fascinating because, like, how did this world discover that Minotaur jizz? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right, I want right, the right. backstory. Like, I want, I just want to be in this world. 
I kind of want to be in that world too, yeah. honestly. Just honestly, just for the benefits of the <laughs> Minotaur jizz. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to have a cure all. Yeah. You know, that's 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 organic. Yeah. It comes from nature. So is that is that the only one where the nut is good or is there other nuts that are in those orc ones that I'm pretty sure that you Googled the first ones that probably came up, the most popular ones? Well, that's what's scary because I put orc like orc romance and then Google like was like novels and books and I was like, Oh, so there's this is a yeah. real thing. So like I'm imagine that one of the first authors that came up was Finley Fenn, who writes like like the orc, like my favorite book is the or- <laughs> librarian and the orc. Really beautiful, <laughs> <laughs> love story. Finley Fen is the first person who came okay. up. The lady and the orc. The, I'm gonna say ninety-seven percent of that book is just this orc jizzing. Wow. <laughs> and there's a scene where, like, and I I don't know why I thought it was so sexy, yeah, but like. He like jizz like she has to go on a journey or whatever, and her orc boyfriend jizzes in a bottle for her to like take along the road. And I'm like, that's really <laughs> romantic. And I would never think that ever in the real world. And I'm like, imagine, what's yeah. wrong with me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is insane. Orc guardian brides colon <laughs> book three mm-hmm. faded to the orc faded yeah fated to the orc. Look at this orc hunk. On the yeah, he's wives. very, very, mm-hmm. very, very handsome. Yeah. I mean, I imagine that's just like a real model. They just orked up in Photoshop. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's you probably yeah, have I, I don't think that's a real yeah. orc. I, I, there's no way. <laughs> I mean, it could be. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's uh, first off, I. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is it? Okay. It's... Lady and the Lady and the Orc, the first book that comes up, mm-hmm. the Orc Prince trilogy. Mm-hmm. Like I said, uh, Orc Guardian Brides book three faded to the Orc. I was like, "What's this next Orc mm-hmm. gonna be? What's this next Orc book gonna be?" The next book is this hoe got roaches in her crib. <laughs> <laughs> that's not an, that's not an Orc romance. I... It's the fourth fourth book that comes up. It's a guy with his, it's a guy with his hands on his head. Right. (laughs) This hoe got roaches in her crib. What is it? An an urban, urban romance or whatever. I think it is an urban romance. So basically, the premise there is that you're dating the person you're dating is not cleanly. An urban satire. Mm. Oh, okay. It's on paperback. Fifteen twenty nine. Okay. Too much. Yeah. Okay. Here's my here's my question. Should I, should I read the description? This is the back of the book. Okay, we, sure. do, do you not care about? No, I'm interested in all this. Okay, okay. Uh, Austin Watkins, 35, and a single father, finds himself in a precarious situation. Currently locked in up in Chicago's Cook County Jail, he knows that uh, Fred Quisha, the trifling mother of his only daughter, is a despicable, careless, and reckless thought, who is the antithesis of caring, loving black motherhood. Wanting to see her son gain full redemption from his current situation. This is so long, by the way, but I'm going for it. Dolores <laughs> Watkins, better known as Miss Watkins, is also hell-bent on re- rescuing Austin's six-year-old daughter. Oh my God, what the fuck? <laughs> Mitch, I think you should narrate this audio book. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> There's no mention of roaches yet. Yeah. Maya, from the clutches of relentless psychological, emotional, and physical... Oh, my God. This is now making me sad. It's a 
But it's just a funny title. The title was it's funny. It's a funny title. Yeah, that happens a lot with uh, <laughs> well, it's all, the... None of this yeah. is fun. Right. None of it is fun. But you got hooked from the title, which was the whole point. And that's all. I think that's all the author wants. Because yeah. there's people who will like write these books and have like a crazy title, crazy premise, but like just to get people to buy it. Like they don't care about like. That's the. I mean, like yeah. the 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 biggest example of that. And obviously, he's like kind of doing satire, mm-hmm. but it's like Chuck, Chuck Tingle. Tingle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This is insane. Fred Fredquisha Pierce, a native of Dangerous Angle, Chicago could give two shits about the welfare of her daughter. Her mission in life is simple. Get money, smoke good weed, and ride bomb dick. Nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> After meeting a potential new bay, for Fred Quisha needs to make some lifestyle changes so she can upgrade her Section 8 squalor living situation. There's no mention of cockroaches in the in the damn description of the fucking book. Yeah, I mean... I thought it was going to be fun for us, and it wasn't no. fun. I mean, I'm glad we went down this rabbit hole. I'm glad I know it exists. Like, I'm really yeah. glad that person finished. Like, I think it's really hard to finish a book. Uh, right. You know, writing a book, putting it up. Like, I've never done it. Me neither. This, it's all like very. Uh, from the title, I thought it would be fun. It's all very serious stuff. Is that what you find with the orc stuff? Is it like very serious outside of the premise that it is an orc or a minotaur getting jacked off? Um, not with like orc stuff, but like there are like I just read one where actually it was a human human romance book, but um. <laughs> Are you done with those? No, I'm not done with them. I still re- I still read them. Um, but I my I read a um an MLM bait like a multi level pyramid scheme kind sure. of like a- attempting to be like Chuck Tingle kind of thing. And um again like the the premise was really good, but I we read the book and I was like, oh this this person phoned it in. I wanted to read like yeah. people committing fraud and like fucking hard, and I didn't get any of those. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, is there? There's got to be. Is an, is an orc is when an orc has a baby with a human? Is that an orc guy? Is that with an elf? No, that's like a different. They, they that's that's. I mean, that's specifically the Lord of the Rings canon. But there are half orcs that just exist in like you know D and D. Yeah. But that's right. not. But but orc high are not are not half orcs. I thought they were. I thought they're they like were corrupted. You know, like oh, I think orcs elves? fundamentally. I think I believe in the Tolkien canon. Orcs fundamentally are corrupted elves. But Urkai are like their own thing. There's also this one, Harriet Parber and the bad boy Para. I can't even say this. Oh my. Oh, is that a. This looks like some sort of dino man. Oh, yeah. So there is dinosaur erotica. Yeah. But um, these are like yeah. humanoid dinosaurs. No, I've oh, read not n- always. I okay. um, did, was curious. <laughs> <laughs> and read some like full on human on dinosaur. Erotica, because I think the thing is, is that like when you upload to like Amazon, yeah, you can't upload bestiality. Like that's against the rules. So I think there are people who are like, "How close can we take it?" Oh, this is like the step thing in porn. Yes, like, exactly. There is like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like, like I'm fucking my stepmom. Wait, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. We know yeah, what you yeah. really want. But Isn't that like go. most porn now is just like there's like, a lot of there's a lot of incest in porn. I mean, it's clearly yeah. like a pretty big fetish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't want to say most, but there's a lot of it. Um, I'm shocked by how many. I was just looking through how many orc novels there are. It's it is insane. So popular. It's That's so popular. It is fascinating, and it's like you know, normal everyday people like me reading them. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why all the Doughboys listeners have beautiful wives. They're all in this fucking <laughs> orc bullshit. 
Uh, I do want to, uh, we could talk about this all day and maybe we'll get back to yeah. it, but I, I do want to, to talk about something relevant to this podcast. Last time you were on the main feed, we were, you told, you told, uh, we were reviewing nothing but cakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you came on Doughboys Double and you told a story that was related to nothing but cakes. And I'd like you to retell that story for our main video. Yes. So we review nothing but cakes. And so, um, my brother and sister-in-law like had a wedding like party because they got married during the pandemic. Um, in Palm Springs, you know, where my parents live. My parents are these had, the vacuum gifters? These are the vacuum. These are the vacuum gifters. Um, my parents had like a night before like dinner for everyone. And uh, they got catering. And the caterers for dessert had the Buntinis from Nothing Bunt Cakes. Mm. And first, because the, the, the tiniest ones. Yeah. And first I was excited because I was like, wow, this caterer does its research. Like, you <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> The groom's little sister was on Doughboys. And I was like, <laughs> but then, like, I ate it and I was like, because we were talking about the frosting to yeah. cake ratio and it was so much better. And I was like, should I text Mitch and Nick and like tell them, like, it's a Friday night. I should be like with my family. But yeah. like, do I just leave and just like text them and be like, just so you know, the Buntinis are so much better? <laughs> it's a Friday night. You're for sure Nick and I are just sitting there not doing it. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent wish you desked us for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so the I, I feel like we like if we were ever to go again, the small ones. I think go for the small ones. But but let like me for, let me tell you what yeah. would have happened if you text us within thirty seconds, both of us would have hearted the message and said, Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's what ha- that's what would have happened. It, is the but but this is the thing, and and this is what, what, what I find fascinating about it. It's like nothing but cake, not the like most prominent of the chains that we've covered mm-hmm. in the course of the podcast. And then for you, the guests on the episode to random stumble upon it yeah. at an event. It was wild. I was yeah. like, I was shocked. Like, well, I mean, it, it was a coincidence. Again, I thought that they were like, Hey Mitch, I feel like during the summer, pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also. Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator in chief, I'd call it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun you know that's like built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. <laughs> Moon's real cool. When the moon, the moon is, is out, out, there's never a doubt. doubt the, moon the moon is, is cool. <laughs> and when the sun's up, up high, high, you can't deny, deny it's gonna, gonna be, be hot, hot. Hot, 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 hot. Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in it the summertime. Sure and the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. Mm-hmm. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV. Pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes, and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love the th- I love the smell, too, and it helps you out, not just while traveling, but after a big night out. You know what I mean. Come on. I Come can- on. The moon, moon is, is cool. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. The moon is cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Tear 
Pour. Live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And Wise, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach, wow. green grape, wow, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun is hot, hot, hot. hot. Oh boy, Mitch, Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Name the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up. Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? I've also gifted my mom an Aura Frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura Frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an Aura Frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one. And now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom a photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, Mommy. I love you, Mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Josh's sister, Becky Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta write a, a, a romance novel about a man in a vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> it's like sentient or something. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. I got Roombas. I got room. I got. I got two Roombas. I got one upstairs and one downstairs, which people were gonna. You wild me. man. And <laughs> Roombas are, uh, you know, they're okay. They, I feel like they, they, you know, they're early robots. You they're know? in a sense, they almost, they're, they're, they're the appliance that almost creates as much work as they save for you. I feel like that happens mm -hmm. a lot of times, mm -hmm. you know, and because mm -hmm. you know you got to maintain them, mm -hmm. whatever they'll get stuck in something. And I don't necessarily even mind. I like I have a room, but I got one at Costco. But I don't even mind the task of just vacuuming all that much, you know. Let me tell you though, when you got when you got little kitties, why? Sure. Mm. And they're, you know, they're taking uh, they're they're taking their shits and they're taking their sure. pisses, and you know, well, God knows what else that they're doing in there. Uh, you gotta you you need the you need the constant vacuum. You need it. You mm -hmm. need it to be going. 
Is the humanoid uh, and like you know demi-human? I, I mm-hmm. what exactly is like human and you know like 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 demi-human relationship? Is that always like like you be- saying male? humanoid over and over again is terrifying? I'm, 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 <laughs> how, how you characterize them, however, like mm-hmm. meta-human is like the meta-human. Uh, it, it is that usually male, and the 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 human is usually female. Is that, that usually how yeah, it works? that that's the ones that I've read. I'm Got sure it. there's some out there that are that are you know, there's more diversity there. Right. But um, the ones that yeah I read are human woman. Like, but there could be like a human man and like a cat lady, for instance. There could be. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure that exists. Yeah. Am I interested in it? Not as much. Like the furry stuff doesn't work for you as much as like a like a big burly orc. Is that kind of what it is, or is the perspective that it's like a human lady is like is that like like mm-hmm. I can I you you can relate to that yeah sure you know, yeah. it's like that the I guess you know what I really like about these books is that these like if they're aliens or they're like minotaurs or orcs or whatever they live in their own kind of world and oh, they don't sure. know the world that like we live in yeah so when they like encounter these women and what they're really good listeners and. <laughs> 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 and they'll like say something like like really like sexy along the lines of like I don't understand. We mean in your society the 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 men make all the rules and you're just like oh. <laughs> I love orcs. <laughs> These fucking beta orcs, dude. <laughs> they're all beta. That's the thing. It's like everyone thinks they're monsters, but really we're the monsters. You know right, what I mean? Right, and right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's beautiful. That's, that is beautiful. That is that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk about Nick the Greek. Nick the Greek was founded in Northern California in 2014 by three cousins named Nick. Baby Nick, Big Nick, and Little Nick. This, this is, is true. very Donkey Kong-esque. Mitch, you never listen to my intros, but that has been touched on. <laughs> wow. Uh, in 2022, the company was acquired by Yada of Enterprises, which is a major franchisee of, a, of Jack in the Box and TGI Fridays. So mm. like, from eight years, they go from like these three cousins founding a restaurant in Northern California in the Bay Area to now, you know, part of the Jack in the Box TGI Fridays franchising family, and they currently have around eighty scary, locations. I, 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 like, I don't, I don't know if I think of like quality for this. I, Mitch, I agree with the in, with those cor- corporate partners. They're not ones who are known for the quality of food. Mm. Uh, they're currently around eighty locations in California, Nevada, Arizona, Texas, Kansas, Utah, and Missouri. Before we get into the specific chain, Mitch, I know you're you're something of a Greek freak. You love Greek food. I'm a Greek freak. Yeah, big Mediterranean. I'm not Greek myself, but I love Mediterranean. You love Mediterranean food, food. Mm-hmm. Becky. Where do you stand in Greek on Greek food or Mediterranean food? I love Mediterranean food. Yeah, yeah it's great. I love it. It's delicious. It's yeah. also that sort of thing. I'm like, as a person who eats a lot of takeout, mm-hmm. it is like the one that you're like, oh, if I get like a salmon, like a salmon kebab, yeah. And like some Greek salad or something. That's a healthy yeah. dinner. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. You know, carb. We get carbs and like you know. I know. I don't know. Like there's some sauces that aren't good, of course, especially at this place that we went. You're gonna, if you're like pouring on like, you know, whatever garlic sauce and some of the other stuff. I'm. I know that that's not good for you, but for the right. most Mediterranean diets, that it's been. It's you know, it's been mm-hmm. lauded for for decades, right? At this point, the Mediterranean yeah. diet. Yeah, my doctor says I sure. should. Uh... Do it. Is that true? Yeah, she always, every year, I, I, she always like, are you doing the Mediterranean diet? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Zegu after. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Which is a funny thing here. I mean, mm-hmm. especially at Nick the Greeks, it's like 
fries come in like every sandwich. Right. So it's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, no. Yeah. No, this is not, I mean, you can do a healthy ish Mediterranean meal here. And I mm. tried that with one of my visits, but that's not like the focus of this, of this place. Um, so I, I went. I, I went twice. I, I did. Go, I did get for dinner last night. I picked up from the Marina del, Le, del Rey location. Um, ordered it on the app. The app is kind of crap, but you can tip, which is nice. Uh, mm. And you know, going to the restaurant, it is. It feels like a new chain. It's got a snazzy interior, fun branding. There's a little Greek guy with a mustache that's everywhere. It's a fun little mascot. I don't know if that's supposed to be the Nick the Greek himself, but um, I would guess yes, right. Yeah, I probably. I don't but know. But which yeah. Nick? There's three Nicks. Well, this is the thing. They're all named after their grandpa Nick. Oh, yeah. okay. So that's the Nick. Got yeah, it. Okay, yeah. that's sweet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, it got a, it, what I got last night was a gyro plate, which is the, you know, it's it's instead of the pita, I just got the plate with a year, chicken gyro meat and the uh, I subbed the Greek salad. Um, I will say that, that I'll talk about my the food in a second, but I will say that I love that the packaging is in cardboard it's not super wasteful a lot of times from one of these places mm. it feels like you're just getting so much like single-use plastic and i like that that's sure. not the case i think that's to its credit uh but uh let's let's uh let's get into what we had today well i'll get into i put my order in around uh 2 30 last night <laughs> mm-hmm. and i i see your order yeah and uh emma emma by the way the only person who reacted to this because the night owls of the doughboys team <laughs> uh you ordered fucking feta fries? Is that what it was? My order, so here's my original order. Okay. Chicken souvlaki pita. Mm-hmm. So I want to get a different chicken meat versus the chicken gyro I got previously. Uh, Greek fries, and I'm, I may be mispronouncing this, Lucamedes. So I had I asked for those three options. Now, there's, there's a, something on the menu called Nick's Fri- Nick Fries. There's a separate menu item called Nick's Fries, which I opted not to get, and you were incensed that I did not order How do you the not? His fries. name's Nick. My name is Nick. That's I a- assumed you were gonna get it. To be honest, like I walked in because <laughs> it's interesting because they I, there's a they offer a protein on those fries, right? And I was like, oh okay, someone will get the Nick will definitely get the Nick fries. Wow, I I <laughs> mean that's what I thought too. You when we were discussing what to do for the restaurant, you said about how about Nick the Greeks? My name's Nick. That's that was your response to it. <laughs> So then you don't get the Nick fries? I think when I was looking at the fries, I was like, well, I, I don't need extra protein on my fries. But, and I think you made a good move. Yeah. You went falafel. I did throw falafel on there. And I think that that was, and I, you know what? I got to give them credit. A lot of the times falafel very dry, dry guy. Yeah. I thought this one was kind of nice and uh, had some moistness to it in a good way. I have a, I, okay, kind of a two, two-part question here. One, is this an existing joke? And if it's not, is this like a good joke that I should say? Or let's hear it. Uh, wait, what are falafel exactly? Uh, it's like chickpeas. Chickpeas. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I had too much of those uh, Greek uh, chickpea fritters. I fall awful. <laughs> I wait, ate way too many Greek chickpea fritters. I feel awful. Is using feel awful like falafel yeah. new? N- no, okay. it's it's from joke books. It's like <laughs> when like a Greek f- person first came to America. <laughs> Feel awful with falafel? Yeah. You fool, what the fuck are you talking about? Should be phrased more of like a question and answer classic joke structure. Does that help it? I think you should just give up on the joke. Okay. 
So it is an existing joke, and it's not worth pursuing. I, I, truth, I think it's. I don't. Well, how do you feel about this? My first thought was like, oh, what a fun dad joke. Um, yeah. and I didn't realize that full. But yeah, of course, falafel feel awful would have been the the chapter yeah. one in the Greek uh, toilet humor <laughs> book. <that you> see. <laughs> I'll keep thinking about it. There's something yeah, there. There's something there. You should try it out of the get get up on stage at the comedy store. See what happens. <laughs> I drink way too much centaur cum. I fall off. <laughs> Fuck. Now that I like. <laughs> that I get. This is the worst set ever done here. <laughs> Michael uh, Richards did a set there. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. No, we got it. Okay. All right. Sorry. I was just making sure. The... I'll, I'll uh, let, let's talk through what everyone got. I got the chicken souvlaki pita. Uh, I got the Nick's fries, which is feta, garlic, spicy yogurt, choice of protein, falafel uh, is what I went with, and green onions, and the lucamedes, which are Greek beignets with nuts and house made syrup. Uh, I think that was uh, that looked interesting, Nick. I I did uh, I did two pitas, which which uh, was a little overkill. Luckily, we'll get into this. Um, we we had some backup. Um, yes, Susser came over. Susser invited, uh, which he's done plenty of times before. He did. He did text. Hmm, maybe I'll join too. He he wrote that, and you right. can never tell if he's being serious or yeah. not. But he was very much serious. He got himself a free lunch, and didn't seem to be happy. I think that's also like anytime he comes after saying he's gonna like come, he ne- he doesn't. He uh, every time he arrives, every time he <laughs> arrives after you know. <laughs> Are we? Are you saying? Wait. C O M E also off the table. Oh, okay. We can't say any. I, I'm not <laughs> saying the word. Anytime he arrives, I already. At, I just realized I just said centaur come like a little bit ago. So I'm dumb done. You're, yeah. I'm you're, done. You're, 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 I think arrive as ejaculate though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna arrive. <laughs> the sexiest thing. Fuck. Love your dirty talk. I love the stable. <laughs> You can never tell when when Sus is, uh, you know. You can never tell. What, you can never tell what's up with him. You just never know what's going to happen. He's a little I, mischievous and a little mysterious. He is. A, he is a little. He's a little puck. I yeah. guess you could say. Um, hummus. I got the hummus and pita to share. Uh, I got the Greek salad to share, and then I got the beef lamb pita and the chicken gyro. Yeah, pita. I mean, it's a chicken gyro. Yeah. Um, I never had Nick Nick the Greeks, well, we, and then, I, and we, then may, I, we may be getting into a taxonomical thing here because I think there's like the euros is the meat, and sure. like, like like and and the the but sometimes a euro sandwich is just called a euro. Yes, like it's just it's just a but but you know they they call it a euro pita. You go here. you can go into a place and order a euro and get a a a, a sandwich like a sandwich. It will be a sandwich, yes, sure. but it, as a shorthand for it. But it, I think if you're being pedantic about it, it's like that just refers to the meat itself. Everyone says it's a hot dog a sandwich is a euro a sandwich. If you ordered if you ordered a sandwich and you got a euro, you wouldn't be happy, right? That to me is the. Not wouldn't be happy, but you'd be surprised. If someone's like, "Hey, I'm getting sandwiches. You want one?" And then they bring like, you back a euro. You'd be a little bit like you wouldn't. You might not be upset, but you'd be a little bit. This wasn't what I expected. That to me is the that's the qualifier. That's the question. Okay, it's like it's a euro. Then it's a euro. But yeah. but but yes, a, a, a chicken euro to me means it's wrapped. A, it's a pita right. sandwich. And I, I've never had this place before. I think that it was. What isn't there a local LA place that's a uh, Nick? Is it, or like a Papa 
Christos. There's Papa Christos. Yeah, that's kind of a local institution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, but that's like a single location. Okay, yeah, yeah. and that's I, a fun I, restaurant. That's the one I've always wanted to go to Papa Christos. I've been. And it's then fun. Nick the Greek. Mm-hmm. I didn't know too much, and then also I was like, do I know Nick the Greek? This is a place that I've heard of before. Then also we brought up Jimmy the Greek, and I'm like, am I just thinking of Jimmy the Greek? You might have been. Jimmy the Greek was for people who don't know. For our younger audiences, they were he was a guy who was a big a fixture of sports television in like the 80s and maybe into early 90s. But he was like one of the original like. There's so much gambling content in sports television now and sports media now. But he was like one of the original people who was like talking about betting on football games. Which you told, and then he was also a problematic dude. I got super canceled. Yeah, Yeah. 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 I, I didn't really know anything about Jimmy the Greek. I just yeah. always knew it as like a joke. Like talk to Jimmy, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, no, he was like par- he was like parodied on The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, like the the you know, there's that's the the Lisa sports gambling episodes, a bunch of Jimmy the Greek characters. Um, so I didn't know exactly what I was expecting here. I like Mediterranean food, I like Greek food, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what like whether I like it was that weird thing where I was like, do I have reverence for this place or am I? Or like, I, like, am I supposed to like this place? I have no idea. Mm. I was kind of confused by it. Uh, and then, look, it's it traveled quite a bit, but we'll get into our thoughts about it. I thought that that lamb and beef gyro was pretty tasty. Sus wolfed his down pretty quickly. Mm. Do you notice when he wolfed his down and asked for a drink? I think he was choking. <laughs> Was he choking? I'm pretty sure he was choking. I didn't. I did not clock that. I'm gonna ask him. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was choking. It's a polite choker, I guess. Because <laughs> was like, "Does anyone need anything?" And Sus was like, "Drink, yeah." And I was like, "Oh, that's funny." And then I noticed he wasn't really talking, and then he drank the drink. I think he was choking. That's wild, if true. So yeah. He came in to the to our office mm-hmm. here. He wolfed down a pita, choked, drank a drink, and then left. Basically. May have just been a little bit like, kind of like. Uh, you know, like your throat's tight or something like that. Not I, like he was actually asphyxiated. I think that that's what, yeah, I think okay. that's kind of what it was. Yeah. Becky, what did you get? I got the lamb beef pita. Um, I ate some of the beignet and um, some of the uh, pita chips, or like the, the pita and hummus. Um, I, I, I thought it was good. Like, I, I will sit down much like Susser. Yeah. My, I, and it was still good, but it did get a little soggy towards the end. Yeah, which, there was, there was, there was some travel issue too, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I did enjoy the taste. I thought the taste was good. It and, was a good chewy pita too. Is the resolution of these books like an orc <laughs> human wedding? Or is it like, it's not like a Beauty and the Beast thing where you turn human, right? Because that's not the fantasy. Not the fantasy. You stay your same species. Got it. Yeah, and like you, like some, like sometimes you'll live in like Orc Mountain, or like sometimes you'll move into like the fantasy town with. Your, Got it. You know, it's like yeah. yeah. Is there is is there any? Do any of them pull the Shrek where the lady becomes an orc or orc like? Oh, the reverse Beauty oh. and the Beast. Uh, oh, did you say Beauty and the Beast yeah, just then? Yeah. Sorry. What were you doing? I texted Sus asking if he was choking. Okay. <laughs> when Amelia got you a drink, were you kind of choking? That's got what it. I've asked him. And we'll see what he responds. Yeah. But yeah, are there any is there any of the Shrek where the lady becomes orc an orc like? Um no. Everyone remains like who they are, you know? And it's like a really good message. Right. You don't need to change. You know, yeah, for yeah, sure, for sure. Yeah. It's kind of fun though. Yeah. <laughs> I think I so uh, okay. I thought my pita. Here's the first thing. I have a question too. Does orc minotaur? Does minotaur like does minotaur breast milk or does orc breast milk do anything too? 
I don't think there are females in those species. Oh. That's why they mate with human females oh, wow. to like, because, you know, yeah. They're like mules. They're all male. Yeah, because like some of them are in societies where they're like, well, we, what are we going to do? We can't procreate. We, we lost all the right. female or whatever. women are gone. Yeah. yeah. Mules are all males, huh? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. They're all male and they're all sterile. They're Wow. Oh. Doughboy's audience. <laughs> hey, mules. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you touched on Mitch that this that that Greek food is a thing that can sometimes be a little bit healthier. All right, I got a response. Okay, <laughs> no, I think I was talking with my mouth full though. That's got the it. response. Uh... In character, I think he was fucking joking. Uh, the <laughs> well, the meal I got today was decidedly not healthy at all. Like that pita comes with fries inside and a mustard sauce that is really like that's fucking mm-hmm. heavily sauced. Yes. It's like really, really a goopy sandwich, a very wet meal. Um, but it does not. It it seems quite caloric. I would not be you know surprised if this was a fifteen hundred calorie pita. It was flavorful, and I will say, contrasting the two meats versus the gyro I got last night, I do think the souvlaki uh, t- uh, like had a, was a little bit more flavorful. And substantive than the year the chicken gyro, uh, but it's it this was definitely an indulgence. It was Mitch. It reminded me of Halal Guys, mm-hmm. which we reviewed on the podcast. God, years ago now. Emma was saying that was maybe the first episode she worked on. Is that possible? I think it was one of the first in person rec- like records at Mitch's house that I was a part of. That's wild. That yeah. is that's wow. crazy. That long ago. At least it was one of the first meals I remember <sighs> eating with you guys at Palmerston. It was, but it was like like sucks. <laughs> What? what? So long. I mean, just so long. Oh, just the time moves yeah. so quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it sucks. What are you gonna do? Uh, the but it re- it reminded me of halal guys in the sense that halal guys is not fu- is not healthy. Like that sauce yeah. that they have there is just again just so saucy, so caloric. And this is the same sort of experience eating this. You get some yeah. healthy gr- like a uh, like sidewalk grill, which we've had wags together. You can get a lot of good. Sure, even a place in it. I mean, you Zanku, if you do the right things, you can you can have a, a pretty healthy meal. When even talking about like a bigger chain like a Delphi or Delphi, I actually don't know how to say it. Mm. Uh, but we I think we also reviewed that on the podcast. But that's another place that has some more some lighter you know Mediterranean options. So those 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 sure. those places exist. That pl- this place is not trying to do that. At least it isn't trying to do that with the bulk of its menu. Same thing with the Nick's fries, uh, which just so much of that that spicy yogurt uh, and the gar- just fucking Peter North all over it, uh, just with a falafel on top. It's just so much sauce. It's a and, lot of sauce. And uh, I like. I thought these were good, yeah, but P- like Peter North, uh, um, uh, ejaculate, ejaculate. I'm just trying not to say the word still. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a it 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 way to to almost to a to an unappetizing. It like kind of looked unappetizing. I thought it, I thought it was pretty flavorful, but it was so the flavors heavy. were yeah. good. I'm just saying it so looked it, it looked unappetizing. Like I agree. Especially traveling with that much sauce on top of the fries, it like almost was just like kind of uh, gelling up, curdling up, I guess. But that's also, I mean, that's the case. I, I think chili cheese fries are like that too. Chili cheese fries are not an appetizing thing to look at. I think they, they oftentimes look kind of gross, yeah, but I like love shit. how they taste. Uh, the, the I think I thought these were good. They're just again, again so fucking heavy. Mm-hmm. I could I guess you could have this as a meal if you wanted if you want to have a real bad day. Um, mm-hmm. but it's just like as a thing to share. I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't know why I, I I would need this over the regular fries or like some rice, honestly. Yeah, it's that sort. Of, I mean, like I'm not a guy who gets animal fries at In and Out either. Any, I mean, like it's fun to try them. You know what I mean? But I'm not. 
I'm not a per- you're 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 actually the only one who's kind of a chili cheese fry guy. Oh yeah, and and to, to me that's like a wow, Becky. Yeah, this is a, this is a little bit. This is kind of frustrating for us, <laughs> and maybe it's because you read uh, so many of these romance novels and <laughs> right. other creatures immediately. Yeah, like, oh, like, you're an ally of different species. <laughs> I appreciate like, that. Snow White. <laughs> <laughs> but Jemmy, uh, Jemmy's dog has come over to you and so quickly hand. licking your hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, to Nick and I, kind of just stares at us, <laughs> yeah, like this. Okay, she's giving a little, yeah. bit, a little bit of a sniff now. Didn't she's lick learning. though. No, yeah. So she likes you way better than she yeah, likes. Yeah, she, she likes Becky. Aww. which oh, is understandable. She, she, okay, yeah. I mean, we have the same taste in books. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and mates, we have the same taste in. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, so and then and I'll, I'll state my thoughts on the dessert. But but Becky, like, how was your like? What was your reaction to your meal? Um, I did enjoy it. I found it tasty. I like. I really did eat it fast because yeah. I was hungry. I wish I should. I should have eaten it slower. Not um, saucer fast. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there are times where, like, you know how sometimes when you eat like like cured meat or whatever, it's like, oh, this is all salt. I felt like the meat got a little salty sometimes. It was a little salty. I agree with that. And we were talking about the onion onion situation. It was, there was a lot of raw red onions in there, which I wasn't not expecting, but, you know, it gave me like an aftertaste of a burger. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So much red onion. I would say that this is the weird thing about my plate. Is that you know I got the I get the Greek salad instead of the fries or rice, but the it came so the Greek salad came in its own container. This is what I got last night. Uh, then there was another container with chicken with the with the chicken gyro meat, and then everything else in it was just like was like there was a little bit of pita. The, the and they do like a fried pita there, so it's a little bit heavier. Um, but it was like the fried pita, and then just a whole shitload of tomatoes and red onions, like so many red onions mm. and tomatoes. And that's the same thing with that pita. It was like just loaded with with red onions to the point where it's just like, oh, this is my breath is gonna stink all day. So know yeah. what you're getting into. That's 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 uh that, in fact, Emma, that's why you didn't get anything from here. Yeah, I just wasn't feeling the onion flavor in my mouth for the rest of the day. Right. I was telling Amelia sometimes I'm okay with it, but today when she texted me this morning, I was like, That's just not my vibe for today. Onions, isn't it? Which which is funny because Nick and I didn't even seem to worry about that at all. I, <laughs> yeah, who I, am I trying I, to impress? I, yeah, no, what I, do I, I care? I but, mean, it is, I, but it is a commitment. It is a commitment. I love onion. I mean, like, I love onion and garlic, two stinky things mm-hmm. yeah. that stay with you for most of the day. It's very, it is very oniony. I, I, I maybe could pull back the onion a little bit. But my other issue with the pita is, and I know that this is a travel issue, kind of weak fries. The fries themselves. Right, I mean, how come on? Are the fries that good? I don't. They're know. They're seasoned okay. I, like I'm not saying they they don't taste bad. I just like they're just like little thin. And I and I guess in a sandwich you don't want really thick fries. I just like I wasn't I wasn't blown away from the. I don't know if we need them in the pita. Like I don't think they added much texturally. Uh, but you know, a, this is a thing where I think getting it to go, you lose. Yeah. A, lose a little how bit was of it sluster. when you had it in person? Well, I didn't get, but I didn't get uh, fries. Oh, okay. For that meal, so. I probably should have. Yeah, you, yeah. It seems like you fucked up. Um, I mean, okay. you, did, you didn't fuck up. You went to the restaurant twice, yeah. <laughs> so you're just kind of like a fucking big fat ass. <laughs> 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 but uh, I, I, I like. 
what it's that sort of thing of like it just is kind of mushy in there i i, I don't if you're gonna add fries to something it's gotta be good and i guess it is again the travel is an issue for sure but i i don't know it just wasn't it didn't it wasn't really doing the job for me there's an argument that in this era of like so much, uh, you know, pandemic into post pandemic, like takeout is way up. Delivery is way up. People are being accustomed to like eating meals that are prepared outside of the house, but in their own homes. And there's maybe an argument to taking that into consideration in your concept that these things probably may have been picked up by someone uh, driving for DoorDash who's going to drop it off to someone else 20 minutes later. And maybe that should be accounted for because uh, it certainly did not. To your point, the fries did not translate well to that experience yeah but also i just think there's maybe a, an argument to just like do we even need them in the pita that said i think the meat was pretty good and i think this was like a fun indulgence if you want like a heavy greek sandwich yeah no i mean i i don't i don't think the food is 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 that bad you know what i mean i i i i i leave this place not knowing like the 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 pita and hummus wasn't great you know like the hummus wasn't like particularly good but it also wasn't bad uh, the Greek salad I thought was like it was done like in the way of of like an old like a classic Greek salad. Yeah, there wasn't like romaine in there or anything no, like that. No, no, it was a bunch no of like romaine, diced cucumbers and tomatoes, which is a type of Greek salad I don't love. But they did have a nice big whopping square of feta on yeah. there, and it was kind of fun to and, and and the taste of it was pretty good. Yeah, uh, I, I I don't I I kind of leave this experience still kind of confused about this place a little bit i'm not confused about it i i think they i think i, I you know i get what they're going for yeah uh i think if this is a place that was ne near near where i lived i probably would get it more off i would i would order it more 100 i think this place is go is you know like hey this is a quick to go greek meal that you can have as a work lunch or you can have as a you know as a as a quick bite at night uh i i think that's that's what they're going for. Uh, let's talk about the desserts a little bit because I thought the beignets were pretty flavorful. Like the I beignets were that. good. Those were, they were, they were good. They were yeah. good. Yeah. I actually thought both the desserts were, were pretty good. You got the baklava? I tried the baklava. I didn't get it. We got it for we got it because we got Nick points or whatever. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Which is uh, kind of like Jimmy the Greek in a way, I guess. You get some, there's a point system or something where mm. you get a free dessert. I'm asking like this is new. Every restaurant in the world <laughs> does this. Um, I'm but, thinking we should institute Nick points on the Doughboys Patreon. <laughs> so you get, accumulate Nick points and cash them in. What do you? What would we give them? Beat picks. <laughs> <laughs> the feet pick thing went from. Uh, I was like, does Nick like this? Is where my my brain went. You included it just recently in something like Amelia was like, "Ooh, Tootsie photo." Like she said something about your like. Oh, your tootsies or whatever. And I was like, what the fuck? Is he uploading fucking feet pics? Well, you know, I had like a, we have a shared you photo. You a fresh pedicure. You got to show it petty. off. Just toss it in there with my. I was like, can you upload the pictures of the food? And then there were toes. <laughs> <laughs> what if from here on out when I upload my Doughboys food pictures, I'm, it's just me shirtless too. <laughs> How the fuck do you think that would be? That's weird, right? Is that on the same level? Probably close. All right, we'll start doing it. We'll see. What's grosser to look at, a foot or me with my shirt off flexing? <laughs> Probably pretty equally gross. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, save up your save up your nick points. Get <laughs> some feet pics. I'll send some along too. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought the baklava which we got for, for which they tossed in for points. Yeah. 
I thought that was pretty good too. I like uh, I'm not I want to eat at this restaurant again. And I'm not saying that it needs a, a do-over, but, sure. but it is it is kind of one of these ones where I'm like it's the first time I'm eating it. I didn't know really what to expect going into it. I knew it was Mediterranean, but like I I I want I want to I want to try it a couple more times before I I, yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. I wish that I would have gotten my sauce on the side. That honestly is a good mod. Yeah. Good thing to know for a future yes. order of this place. Get That's your sauce on the side. Amelia did do that. Yeah, that, that was smart. Sandwich. Yeah. yeah. There's a, again, there's a lot of it, and it, it really soaks in there. Is there, and I apologize if this question is is uh, is too explicit. It Like, do they ever talk about, like, the centaur, uh, like, jizz is, like, like it's it's you talk about its volume and it's like like medical potency, but they ever talk about like how it's like you know, like it like its temperature, or its texture, its, its temperature, flavor or anything like that. I think they do. I think what they jerk off into is like put into like a refrigerator. I think it's like a milkshake consistency. Like when it comes out, I'm this is what I wow. imagined Dear as I was God. reading, as I was reading. I hated his question, and then I'm horrified that you have so many answers. I think, it's like soft serve thick. I can't tell you how often I think about orc and minotaur jizz, like on a regular basis. <laughs> I think they put it in a freezer afterwards. But I think wow. it's like probably, I assume it's body temperature. Oh, Wait, sure. So yeah. if you were drinking like a milkshake, you're like, this is like the texture of minotaur jizz. Yeah, like I legit can't drink <laughs> vanilla milkshakes anymore because the, the, I think like this is what orc jizz must be. <laughs> I like the idea of it being like 200 degrees. Very hot. Yeah, right. Would be cool. Yeah. Uh, so wait, what, you wanted to know quantity too? Is that right? Do you know quantity? Well, it sounds no. I think you 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 were you you communicated that already. It seems like it's a lot. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's like an. Yeah, you got any more details amount. on that? Like how how much is like a lot? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's and that's. Like 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 I'm like well what I was picturing I could yeah. have been wrong because like again I'm I'm reading so I sure. just like pictured you know like like gallon containers like right, three right. gallon containers of oranges in one session wow yeah they got a lot in there their balls are big <laughs> I mean they are half horse right like that is mm -hmm. and yeah horses as we know mm -hmm. they got hangers that's true horses got hangers they do. I can't believe this is an episode. This is the, this is the episode where we made the no come pledge. <laughs> like you led with that. I'm just excited to talk about like Minotaur and orchids and like not to my therapist. Can <laughs> 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 finally like have like a real conversation about it and not. So like... it is a it would it is like a it's 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 a a minotaur is is it a bull is it a horse or a bull? As uh, forget oh, what it is. You Minotaurs are bulls, centaurs are a horse, right? Okay. Because okay. a minotaur has the minotaur has the bull like head, and then the centaur has the like human torso and head and the, the horse body. Okay, okay, so I'm thinking of minotaur then. Got okay. It. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, minotaur has the human upper half. Yeah, human okay. upper half, horse lower half. It's like it's like so a, mermaid. a horse. It's like a horse mermaid. Is it like a horse dick basically? Or yeah, you have a horse dick. He's gonna have a human dick. Well, I, I guess. Wouldn't I'm, that be like weird? a little, like little, little pink human dick on a horse body? <laughs> that would be so weird. It's like the first night you're having sex with a centaur, and like <laughs> you're like, this is why, like this is why I'm, like the, the yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm right, here we thing. go. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. all right. I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> but also, a horse dick is like hairy, right? Doesn't have hair on it. Uh 
I, is it is that like is it like a dog's thing where it's like kind of like sheathed oh, like... and you know emerges? Is that and the, the jackass situation? movies? I don't when I saw the horse stick, like a lot of it looked like it was had horse hair on it. Yeah, then I don't know. I don't know exactly what's going on there. Interesting. Yeah. Are donkeys horses? Because like I saw a donkey boner one time and like it, oh, like came out <laughs> and like went back in. Like so that is that is hor- that does sound dog like. Yeah. But you saw, what was the context for seeing a donkey boner? I was in Versailles. (laughs) 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 We were like walking the grounds of Versailles. And I think there was like, there's like, I don't know, there was like a pet, not a petting, but like farmland. And my friends and I, we were, we were in college and like, we like went up to just like look around and there was a donkey like just. We and we were just mesmerized by his boner because it was like out and then in. You know what I mean? Wow, and yeah, so yeah, yeah. I will never forget. I will never forget that dog. <laughs> um, but like it just like emerged, and I don't remember. I don't think there was fur on it. Or right? Hair. Yeah. It like came. It was like this like black thing that was like. So maybe, so maybe there's like a, it's like protected unless it needs to come out for you know fertilization. Exactly. That sort of thing. Yeah. We'll do a double yeah. on this. We'll, we'll do figure a double it out. Yeah. We'll yeah. yeah. But I, donkeys, I think, are a different species they are from different. horse. Okay. And, Got it. and I believe that a mule is a horse donkey hybrid. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Now it makes sense. Got it. Mitch, listeners. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask Mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wag, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, (laughs) and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash doughboys. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man. I know. And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, 
blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, Wags, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Lux mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix mm -hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. Should we wrap up our thoughts on uh, on Nick the Greeks now that we've now that we've discussed the donkey dick? Yeah, let's get to our fork scores okay. for Nick the Greek. Uh, so, uh, Becky, you've done the podcast before, <laughs> but just a refresher. We will each go around, give a closing argument, if you will, a summation of our thoughts on this chain, and then end that by giving it a score from zero to five forks. Do you remember offhand what you gave Nothing Bun Cakes? I can look it up. Oh, my. I I probably gave it a three or maybe because um, I enjoyed cake. I'm going to look it up while while you and, and Mitch are giving your thoughts. But okay. uh, you're a guest. We'll begin with you. Your thoughts, your fork score oh, for Nick the Greek. I'm, I feel like I was disappointed about the the sogginess of the sandwich it was good or of the euro mm -hmm. can i give it a 2.5 that's the worst score i've ever given anything ever wow. and i'm no, no, like of i don't know yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't yeah. expecting to be messy yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry i wasn't expecting my hands to be full of jit no okay. <laughs> 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 it was just like the Miss. yeah it was very jizzy and um no it was um <laughs> It's so funny that you saw a donkey boner in Versailles. It was I, like, I don't remember anything else of that beautiful <laughs> architectural dream, except just all like the three of us just mesmerized by like, like, are you staring at the boner? Are you staring at like, I'm staring at the boner. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's that, that, I think two that and a half forks. Yeah, I think that's an OK score. I'm going higher, but I look. Would Jimmy the Greek bet on Nick the Greek swags? I guess that's a question you mm. could ask. It's Jimmy the Greek's lock of the week. Is it, it Nick the Greek? Is it? I mean, <sighs> I, mean I think that's the kind of thing you would say. I don't remember if it said lock of the week, but I, I think that this is a sort of place that you should bet on. I mean, as far as like, 
I mean, is Halal guy like? I mean, I know that Halal guys is Middle Eastern, right? And 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 this is this is Greek food. Um, the same, so generally. Sure, I'm saying like yeah. concept, you know, chicken sh- like shawarma, you know, whatever gyros or whatever. And they're clearly, and I brought it up earlier because they are both going for you know they have some overlap for dishes, and they're both going for this is an indulgence, this is a mm. treat, this is not like you know like a healthier, lighter option. Yeah, I mean, like as far as like big chains that 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 there's not a ton of like greek chains like this right like there there aren't just that are national uh i i mean i'll 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 talk about that in a second but i do think we're starting to see more of these yeah um i don't know i need i need a revisit uh the the the, the travel which maybe is just an issue i mean some food doesn't travel well at all uh and i didn't eat it in 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 house like you did um I but the taste factor was like pretty good. It was there, and like there was some stuff that like the desserts that I was like, oh, this is like better than you'd find at like a lot right. of fast food places. Uh, you know, and I would bet that this place could take off. I think I'm. I think I take that pick of the week. I think that it probably will be successful. I just don't know exactly how I feel about it yet. So I'm gonna go three and a quarter forks for three now. and a quarter forks. Still good, and I thought the tastes were good. It is very oniony. There's some things that I liked about it, some things I didn't like about it, and I and I and I want to revisit. Uh that's how I feel. Our nothing bunt cake score. Uh Becky went four forks. Oh, okay. Mitch, you went three point seven five forks, and I also went four forks. So it's just on the outside of the Golden Plate Club looking in. We had a pretty good experience in hindsight at nothing mm-hmm. bunt cakes. They were tasty. They were tasty. Mitch, you were just talking about this, and I do th- actually think we are in an era of Mediterranean fast casual ascendance. I think we're mm-hmm. starting to see more of these chains start to become uh, national, start to expand. I think we're going to. I think one of these is really going to hit, and in the same it's way weird that, that like, it hasn't happened earlier, right? Like, wh- like, uh, like yeah. I guess I guess these are like so so often are are local places. I mean, like mm-hmm. it becoming a fast food chain, maybe bad for the world in some ways. You know what I mean? Like Emma knows this in Massachusetts. There's so many Greek. Pizza and Euro shops, mm-hmm. and you know, and then everywhere in the North Shore too, especially. But yeah, certainly in certain cities and certain neighborhoods, there you know you can get great Greek uh, Greek food in America, you can get great Mediterranean food. You can get in, in in Los Angeles a lot of places. I I think as far as like the chain version of it, I think this is a good execution. You know, Natalie said this place is very chainy. That was like her first, yeah. like you know, and I think that's absolutely true. And look, this is a chain restaurant podcast. This is what we do. This is the kind of thing we cover. But this is a fucking chain version of this. And I, and I think the the you know the founders are all uh, you know uh, they are they all are all Greek. Nick. They oh, went yeah. to a they went. What did you say? They're all named Nick. They're all named Nick, like me. That's my name. Um, but they they are Greek. They went to, like to Greece, and that inspired this concept. But I think they're also like you know a lot of what they've said about this is that they're not trying. They're not going for authenticity. They're going for accessibility. And so maybe that's what makes this Wait, place. They went to Greece. Is that their connection to Greece? I mean, I I think they're also of Greek heritage. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were like, like did these three they Nick were inspired guys just went to by, fucking Greece. They were Saw inspired the by Greece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were inspired by a trip to Greece to found the chain. Like they okay. they like they went to Greece. They they and they you know they saw the grandpa's movie from, Greece. They saw the movie mm-hmm. Greece. Yeah. Like let's start calling ourselves Greek guys. <laughs> 
Nick, that was so impassioned, and I'm almost, I'm, I feel like I was too negative of a score. Can I change my score? No, well, I didn't even get my score oh, yet. Well, but I, that, also, that yes, was, you can, can change can. your score. Oh, okay, good. Just, just, I just was very moved by that speech you just gave about, about like, you know, it is a chain restaurant, and I should have remembered that. No, you know? I, I but, think your score yeah. is fair. I think, okay. And honestly, it's and we're going to be ballpark buds because okay. in the same yeah. neighborhood okay. as your score. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I think the high man here is Susser, who texted me his fork score, three and a half forks. Okay. I saw that. He didn't want us to see it because he didn't want us to be uh, influenced by his score. He said it. He thought which it was I going, yeah. Would never. I would never care yeah. what he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think it would have been four forks if he hadn't choked? <laughs> <laughs> Too hard to chew. Yeah. Doctor, the half fork. <laughs> yeah, choking hazard. What? <laughs> It was your fault. You ate the sandwich very quick. It was very chokeable. Yeah. Was... <laughs> Shouldn't have worn this shirt. Oh my god! You're, it's not. It looks fine. <laughs> no, I've been off today. I've been keeping thinking about my shirt writing up. I shouldn't have worn this shirt. Mom, Dad, stop! <laughs> <laughs> I've already ignored him. My mom's texting me. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, the I I think the I think this is this is good quality. I would get this again uh, at lunch. I, I don't know if I'd be a regular here, but, you know, I, I, I don't, I think basically, bitch, bitch this is, to go back to what you were saying, my experience today doesn't really change versus my experience last night. Because, yeah, I had it in mm-hmm. different contexts and I had it from different locations mm-hmm. and I had different menu items, but I'm, I just think this is a three fork place. I think this is yeah. like a straight down the middle. Hey, you know what? This place is trying to do a chain version of Greek uh, dishes and it, it it's fine. This is completely fine. If I worked in an office that was near Nick the Greek and someone was like, hey, we're doing Nick the Greek for lunch today, I'd be like, sure, I could do Nick the Greek. I could find something to eat. Yeah. You know what's, you know what's a bummer is that, well, I'm sure you can do this, but like what that 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 beef and lamb pita, I would much rather have like the chicken gyro. I'd much rather have like the setup of the beef and lamb, which I'm sure you can do. Do you mean because they have different sauces? They have different sauces. One of them has the tzatziki. The tzatziki is with the red meat, and if you get the chicken, you get the mustard sauce. Yeah, Yeah. mustard sauce. It was kind of a weird... Yeah, I don't Maybe know why they do that mustard thing. sauce. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what that is. That that feels a little off. And I think it probably would have been better with the tzatziki. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's fine. I mean, it's not it's, bad. It's, it's the tastes are decent. Yeah. Three Forks is a good score. Those old beignets <laughs> were good. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. We're not being we're not being down on this place. We're all yeah. we're all mm-hmm. average or slightly above average. Mm-hmm. This was this was a a fine experience, and I wish them all the success. And I hope that the influence of Jack in the Box does not degrade their quality, as you might expect it to. But we'll find out. That, hey, you know what, Mitch? That's what happened to fucking Baja Fresh. Baja Fresh got bought by Wendy's and their quality went down the tube. So It's true. We'll see. Uh, all right, that was our review of Nick the Greek. It's time for a segment. I've got to wow. duck out for a second because I got, a, I got a mystery drink. And Mitch and Becky must use their senses to divine what it is. It's another edition of the Weiger Challenge. I'll be right back with the Weiger Challenge. All right, Becky, while he's gone. I hope it's jizz. What? Hope? <laughs> <laughs> oh? No. <laughs> It's Minotaur Jizz. I'm like, I feel fucking great. All my diseases cured. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You've talked about Minotaurs. We've talked Mm -hmm. about, uh, is is there any sort of, so orcs, Minotaurs, is there anything else that you haven't touched on yet? Where the aliens? Yeah, there are aliens. Um, is it is it, an abdu- is it usually an abduction thing? Or yes, yeah. It usually is. Like, there's a really popular series called The Ice Planet Barbarians, and it's about these um, women who are abducted by evil aliens, but they like fight back on the um, 
on the not airplane on the spaceship and they managed to escape but they crash land on this like planet with a bunch of like blue alien men um and they have like horns and tails and like they're like dicks are in the shape of a popular sex toy like you know it's just like everything you've ever hoped and dreamed um and they're all and again they're really good listeners <laughs> is a popular i mean that sounds like a huge part of it mm-hmm. is a popular sex toy like what like the, the rabbit, rabbit. Yeah, yeah yeah like they have like the i don't know a spur or something like yeah i know about the, i knew about the rabbit yes and that that is that's like that's the go-to i guess i think it's a go-to yeah. toy yeah yeah, right. yeah. That's very funny that they're in a, in a, anatomically, it's like a it's mm-hmm. like a vibrator from Earth. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And it's like there's you know like on there's what not studded. What is that? You know what I mean? Like um ribbed the rib. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's like anything you could dream of. Like, That's very funny. But yeah. like, like I fell to an alien planet. I was like they have like fleshlights. <laughs> like the women all have fleshlights. Yeah. Exactly. That like that's exactly what this fantasy is. It's like okay. Oh wow, your anatomy is exactly from the pleasure chest that I shop at. <laughs> That's so sad that like American men are so bad at getting women off that <laughs> romance novels write things where like the aliens have vibrator dicks. Right. <laughs> hey Wax. <laughs> well, he's gone again. Uh and so a lot of the times they're abducted. Brought to the the different planet, and then they crash. So, what of all of these genres? Are there any other weird ones? Well, there are alien ones where, um, thank you. What the hell? Um, the fuck? Where aliens have like crashed, like are on Earth, and they're doing like an experiment on Earth, and like they're like they are dressing up as humans, but and but like That's they have hard. like a hologram thing, and then like the woman discovers, like, oh, you're really an alien, like. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what of of all those genres, which is your favorite? I think right now is aliens for me. Okay. I think it's aliens. Although I do think about orcs, yeah, in gen- just every day of my life. Do you like science fiction or fantasy more generally? Um, outside of outside yeah, of romance, movies, yeah. You know, right now it used to be science fiction, but now yeah. I'm more into fantasy. Interesting. Yeah, I know. I got into a fantasy kick uh, like last summer. And, wow, and still there. Yeah. Well, um. Are there, are there any other besides aliens, orcs, minotaurs? Any other weird ones that you can think of before, before um, we do this oh biker challenge? Goblins, gargoyles. There are oh, gargoyles. gargoyles. Yeah, I can see um, that. Yeah, there. I know I'm missing something, and like Frankenstein. There, I think there's a Frankenstein. I think um, gargoyles. I mean the the gargoyles cartoon show on Disney. Remember yeah. that? Oh, people were definitely horny oh, for oh that. Oh my yeah, god, were... first crush. Jimmy's looking at me. So, Mitch, you said what the fuck when I handed you the beverages for the Weiger Challenge, yes. because this is a two-barreled Weiger Challenge. Wow. We've got two different beverages, uh, and I will say, fisting. these are the same brand for whatever wow. that, that, these are two different varietals of the same brand. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Becky, how this works is you can use any clues to try to figure out what these are. Whoever comes closest is going to get the victory and will receive a full can of each of these drinks. Uh, I should say that Mitch is currently 17, 12, and 4 lifetime in the Weiger Challenge. You're okay on the Weiger Challenge. Shout yeah. out to Vinod, who maintains the Doughboys wiki, uh, which I also Four use ties? for our fork scores. Four ties, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like bullshit. Uh, <laughs> there's a very vanilla-y smell coming off one, the this shorter glass here. Yeah. Yeah, there's a short glass, and then there's a jar. And the jars and the short glasses that you each have have the same... Uh, oh man, that's line up that's with each really other. Crazy. There's it's doctor 
peppery, right? Am I or am I? I think that there's. I think there is a little, a little bit of. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know what it is. You know what it is. I believe so. Okay. Off of what Becky said, or just like off of your own brain. Mm, Now I don't know if I know what this is. Mm. After another sip. This one is diet. Yeah, I agree with that one. This is a diet diet. soda. You're holding up your right hand, which is the shorter cup. Dr. Pepper strawberry diet strawberry and cream, and this could be regular strawberry and cream. Dr. Pepper. It also could be like um, um, a who, who, who like a Doc Browns or something. Mm. But I think this is strawberry and cream Dr. Pepper. Becky? How do you feel? I definitely think it's strawberry. I think it's Dr. Pepper. Like I just. just that has a Dr. Pepper smell. I mm. smell it. Yeah. This, I feel like, might be like regular Dr. Pepper. And then this is the diet that's vanilla. A, that's interesting. Yeah. That's what I'm tasting. So, Mitch, you say diet strawberry vanilla in your right hand in the small. And what's your guess for the other one? She brought up Dr. Pepper first. So, this is a, this is, this is a tricky one. Okay. And, 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 I, and I think that this is – I think this is a flavored – Dr. Pepper, I don't, mm. but it doesn't taste exactly like strawberries and cream. This is these two barrel Wiger challenges are tough. Is there cherry Dr. Pepper flavor? Mm-hmm. It might be cherry. Oh, that might be cherry you know what? Dr. Pepper I think this regular. Is cherry. And, wow. Yeah. Is that what it was? You fucker. And this is strawberries and cream. Do you want to lock in your guesses? I mean, it seems like we're walking in. I, Feels like this is like the first time ever in the Weiger Challenge where we've kind of come to the same yeah. conclusion. My thought, mm-hmm. and I'm not locking it in yet. We're just going to converse. <laughs> this feels like cherry Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And this feels like the um, the Sh- strawberry, strawberry vanilla mm. or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, strawberry and cream. Yeah. Strawberry cream, yeah. That is where my, my heart is leaning. And are you saying DP heavy, like just straight up Dr. Pepper? No, you know what? I oh. I now don't think it is. I do think it's diet Dr. Pepper. Diet. This is diet cherry Dr. Pepper. This is diet strawberry and cream Dr. Pepper. You think both are diet? Okay. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. Becky is taking another swig. Mm. Maybe this is diet. Okay. Yeah. I think it could be diet. Yeah. Are we locked in the same one? I it think will we're be locked a tie. In, it'll be a tie. Yeah. We're locked in the same one. Wow, you're both making the same guesses. Wait, this but, is unprecedented. Wait, let me ask a question. Is yeah. there a chance you mixed, um, you put anything else? Nothing has been altered. There's no, okay. there's no, Nothing there's has no been tricks. altered. These are both Before straight out revealed, of the do you want to, for the fun of it, should we go with different answers? I mean, it's up to you. Okay, I'll say, is there like a, like a vanilla Pepsi, diet Pepsi version of it, maybe? Oh, that wow. could be this. I mean, I could see this being Pepsi, the, um, the short glass. Like a strawberry cream yeah, Pepsi. I guess there's not even a lot of Dr. Pepper taste to it. Yeah. Just this, I just, I know the smell. Like when you put your nose in a cup of <laughs> mm. Dr. I don't know why. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock in to diet cherry Dr. Pepper and diet cherries. Sorry. Diet cherry. Fuck. <laughs> diet st- strawberries and cream Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. Diet cherry Dr. Pepper. Those are, That's where I'm locked in. Okay. I, I want to like lock in this as 
cherry, regular cherry Dr. Pepper. And this, I'll say that it is diet um, strawberries and cream Pepsi. Wow. On that last one, Becky, I think I have to give it to Mitch because they are both Dr. Pepper varietals, as I said earlier, Mm -hmm. but they are the zeros. Dr. Pepper, strawberries and cream. You are correct, but it's strawberries and cream zero and Dr. Pepper cherry zero. I think this is a tie, honestly, because you, you want to call it a tie. You said cherry, and also you brought up Dr. You Pepper, did bring yeah. Dr. Pepper first. Mm-hmm. I was, but I was very sure that this was strawberries and cream. Yeah, I think this yeah. is a tie. Well, there are two cans. I don't, I, I, I don't think I deserve it for the two of you to divide amongst yourselves. You can t- you can have as a oh guest. You get first choice. I will take. Wait, which one? We've got. We got the strawberries and cream Dr. Pepper zero and the cherry Dr. I Pepper zero. I will go zero. with cherry. What do you think? The, Are you think okay better, with No, no, I'm fine with okay. that. I don't care. Yes. This is not, it's, yes. I just feel me. This is. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> uh, wow, that was a that was a well fought Weiger challenge. I I never You're drank. You're good at it. You're I a good never Weiger drank soda person. growing up, and this is that's really? so weird. Yeah, oh. I wasn't a soda drinker. I was We're, always like afraid of the fizz. It was too tickly. Oh, you were afraid of it. This wasn't yeah. like because a lot of times I, when I know someone who hasn't didn't drink soda as a kid, a lot of times it came from their parents being like sodas banned in the house. Oh no, my parents wanted me to drink soda. <laughs> They're like, be normal, you weirdo. Like, <laughs> the z- I think the zero actually did make that slightly confusing. Yeah, like, right. I think it did because well, I was because it was. Mm-hmm. Maybe points to the zero brand. It was hard to tell that one of them was diet. And then when when you when you were like, "Are you sure that both of them?" and I was like, "Wait, yeah, let me taste this again." I was mm-hmm. like, "That is not full sugar." Uh, I think those were. I think the 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 DP flavored zeros are hitting. I think those are all working really well. Pretty for good. Me. I yeah. need to have zero more. I don't do zero like whenever I do drink soda. Yeah. I never go for zero stuff, but now I think I'm converted. Do you do diet? What do you do? I just do regular. Oh, you do regular? Yeah, mm-hmm. those are fun though. Yeah, over regular. I, know. I think that the cherry is the better of the two. I think the cherry's masks maybe the the if you're trying the two of them. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. the cherry maybe masks. Did you try this or no? Yeah, I've had both these. Yeah. No, they, these are, I, I think the cherry vanilla can be, or the cherries and cream, wait, strawberries and cream mm-hmm. versus the cherry can be a little bit science-y because it's a, a compound science-y. flavor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this one, and it, it we're, like you can taste that the, the diet chemicals, and then this one, which is obviously yeah. not a good thing, mm-hmm. and then this one, I think maybe the cherry masks that a little bit, or, or like the cherry maybe also makes it taste a little more like Dr. Pepper, like where this tastes less like Dr. Pepper. Yeah. But both pretty good. I think they're oh, both, I think they're, I think great. they're pretty they're pretty nice. Yeah. Uh Mitch goes to 17, 12, and 5 in the Weiger Challenge. Another tie. You know what? I tied with a with someone who was good. Someone I respect respected their soda tasting art. Yeah. What can I say? That's a hell of a battle. You're talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> I respect your soda tasting art. Do you hear that, mom and dad? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I tied with a great one. What can I say? It was a, it, it was a that was the wags that was a, that was it was tricky. I wonder if the normal person, I mean, I guess the, the most normal people could probably figure this out, right? What are you talking about? Like taste tests like this are 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 we freaks? I guess is what I was trying to figure out. I think you have you're pretty good at the Weiger challenge. I think you have a pretty. A, a pretty sophisticated palate for this sorts of thing for the like the the sweet sodas of the world yeah. and all the all the different beverages that we're likely to taste here. We've talked about this before. I could 100% <laughs> blindfolded if someone gave me burgers from McDonald's, Wendy's, yeah. 
Burger King. But also for and, like Gatorade flavors and stuff. Yeah. Like you have a good nose for that. But you could do that too. If blindfolded in, they give you all sorts of different burgers. You could do it. And I fries, always feel like the blindfolded, ch- the blindfolded challenges are harder than you think. They are, but also it's like if someone like threw an A and W, I'm like, okay, sure. I don't really know A and W that well, yeah. and that's going to be tougher. Yeah. But if they were all, if like they were like, you have like six burgers and they're from all this spot, I think I could, I think I could do it. I, man, that's content. I'm just going to say, listen, right there. as I am a Patreon subscriber, I would like to see this episode. <laughs> you blind, both of you blindfold yeah. each other. We got to stop you right there. Unsubscribe. Yeah, please unsubscribe. <laughs> uh, hey, that was a Weiger challenge. Just like a restaurant about your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. Today's email is from Mike from Philadelphia. Wow. Mike writes, my wife and I recently had a baby and all of our time has been dedicated to this little gremlin. Because of this, we had little time to cook tasty meals, let alone eat at all. We've come to rely on ultra quick No prep meals like bag salads, frozen pizzas, tuna melts, and cereal. My question is, what is your favorite low or no prep meal that you can quickly throw together when you just don't have the bandwidth to think about planning it out? Uh, Mike, uh, music uh, plug for Mike is homesickanimal.bandcamp.com. Check that out. P.S. This 10-pound baby produces some gnarly milk shits. (laughs) So I shudder to imagine the nightmare Mitch's mom lives through when changing his full diaper. (laughs) Dear God. <laughs> also, you think I'm just like drinking milk a bunch as an adult? <laughs> um, my mom does not change my diaper anymore. <laughs> I moved out here t- almost 20 years ago. Yeah. So she's not changing my diaper for 20 years at least. At least that long. She is out here this, you know, she's been out here for a week. Uh, this a truly a disgusting thing to read there at the end. Also, really hearing gross this little like, gremlin like makes you mm-hmm. think that it's possibly some sort of uh, romance between uh, oh this sure and gremlin. <laughs> Lady Gremlin at the end of Gremlins Two is quite the babe. Yeah, we don't have clarity on whether or not Mike is an orc mm-hmm. and has romanced a uh, a human lady and has produced a, a gremlin spawn. I think in the future people should write in what species they are. Let us know if you are an yeah. orc or a centaur. We'd love to know. Or an alien. At the end of Gremlin 2, Gremlin 2, if you remember, the lady gremlin is with that guy. She has a big... Oh, yeah. Like, she's like, oh, man. She, like, loves that one guy. <laughs> right. And then at the, if you remember... Wait, is he horny or is he like, uh-oh? At the I think end, he's a little scared, At the right? end of it, like, he's just... At the end of it, he's kind of like... like it's he's a living. Like, it's kind of that attitude. Like, yeah, I think he's kind of just like, well, I might as well, you know, it's like clocking in at the mm-hmm. jack-off factory yeah. or whatever. Oh, it's just Thursday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, this is a good question. I forgot what it was already. The question is, you don't have any time to cook because you've got a kid or you got whatever going on in your life. Uh, and what is your no prep meal? Like you're not ordering in, you got to have something at home that you got to prep Ooh, quickly. What what are your options? That's good. Uh, Mike is listing like bag salads, frozen pizza, tuna melts, and cereal. I mean, of course, frozen pizza is great if you, but like that almost feels like a cheat. I'm saying if you like have no time at all, grilled cheese, peanut butter and jelly for me. Sure. Grilled cheese, or it uh, feels more like a dinner. I know you'll like this one. A little quesadilla, Wags. Quesadilla is great. You know, my my answer was going to be like just a scramble. Because you don't even have to use the yeah. brain power to, like, make an omelet. You're just like, you know, I'm going to heat up this pan. I'm going to put some, you know, 
Uh, I, I, I've been using ghee lately, some clarified butter, which is just like, I don't even have to worry about the pan getting too hot and, and burning my butter. I'll just throw that in there and it's fine. Wow. And then I can, you know, I could cook up some eggs real quick and then whatever you fucking want to toss in there. Cause that's like whatever you got some veg, some vegetables that are left over, uh, some, you know, whatever, some deli meats or something, or some, some shredded cheese, whatever you want to throw in there. You can just sort of mix that up and that's a real, uh, quick burst of protein. Um, also just having bag salads. I mean, that was mentioned there, but like having bag salad is really handy. I'll, I'll fucking have that all the time. It's like, you know, whatever, I'm, I can prep some sort of protein or something and just have like a handful of fucking salad out of the bag with dressing. Um, and that's a meal. Um, Nick the Greek is about to sleep with the fishes if you catch my drift. <laughs> I, I don't. Got, I got a shit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Should we call your mom? <laughs> <laughs> I texted her. Okay, good. Good. I texted her. I haven't said the word. Yeah. I guess that's filthy in its own way. I got to go to the bathroom soon, but look. Well, we're, we're, we're coming towards the end of the episode. I know we you are. You can hang in there for this a little is, bit this more. Is, this is great. Every time this has happened to me before, it's been during an episode. Right. You know how it is. It's happened to you before. Let's not pretend it hasn't. That's like that's being a human being with a body. Sometimes you have to go to the bathroom at an inopportune time. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, it seems like that life. It just seems like hell for a while, and you're you know like you're eating and sleeping whenever you can. Right. I think if I was in your scenario, like. Eggs are a great thing that you can keep for a couple weeks. I know that, like, right? You can yeah, eggs, yeah, like, two eggs, to three eggs have weeks. a pretty good shelf life. I, I actually think that actually does bring me to something, which is that just having eggs on hand uh, are really handy for plussing up whatever. Like, you got some ramen, drop a fucking egg in your ramen. Or or have some hard-boiled eggs that you can just sort of, like, throw in there. Because, like, it's really easy to plus up some ramen to all, to all of a sudden it feels like a real meal. Like, you, get, you, you toss some green onions in there, toss in some... Um, some sliced hard-boiled egg, you know. All of a sudden, it's feeling a little bit more like a like an actual lunch. I also think well, we've talked about this before. I mean, mm-hmm. besides, we talk about takeout a lot, but I know this is cheating. I know it's not in your house, but grabbing a rotisserie chicken at the supermarket always pretty helpful. Yeah, because the leftovers are good too. You make uh, chicken salad out of that, whatever you want to do. Yeah, a little chicken sandwich. Yeah, we had a, a, a kismet rotisserie. My mom and I for dinner the other night. Oh, there you go. She made herself a little chicken sandwich the next day. Uh, it was, looked good. Uh, anyway, what do you have? Do you have thoughts on this, Peggy? I feel like um, there are like I don't really cook that much when I'm just like it's just me in my house. So sure. I will do you know like the ninety minute a uh, ninety minute ninety second rice packets oh, and yeah. like a can of beans and some seasoning and I'll just do like a quick microwave beans and rice in under three minutes. It's not like you know. The, fun right you know if you need something in your body (laughs) yeah that's i i I do that i've definitely done like the this honestly became a pandemic meal for me with with some frequency is like fucking just like cooking hot dogs like in a can of beans Mm -hmm. like just like put that in a pot and it's just like whatever i can heat this all up and yeah this is this is some protein and some some fiber that's how natalie tricked you into getting that taking the vaccine she put it Put it in a pot of beans and hot dogs. <laughs> it is one of those meals that just looks fucking nasty when you got like it's just like I can't believe I'm eating this, but it's it, pretty great. It sustain you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you have a, a kid, you know what's funny is I was like potting with my brother and sister when they had their baby, and we got Zenku chicken every night when this wow. baby was so tiny. Yeah, and it's like 
<laughs> I have fond memories so of it. Yeah. That's, I mean, honestly, just the idea of it, because frozen pizzas and stuff like that, obviously yeah. great if you have them. But then like burger patties, if you toss a burger patty and then whatever bread you got on there, you put sure. a burger mm-hmm. on a on an English muffin, you put a burger on whatever, you know, some toast, you're good to go. Yeah. And don't hesitate to ask your friends to make a casserole because those will last for a very long time. Hey, you there know? you go. Yeah. So. Yeah, you should be getting some friend Yeah, your food, friends. Friend yeah. Food. Yeah, you need friend food. The plus, the only plus side of your dad dying. You get all this food. <laughs> Grim. Some of the best food I've had it's has a been dead at dad joke. You has been at Shivas. Like, you wouldn't yeah. get it. What's that? Yeah, some of the best food I've ever had has been at Shivas. Like, the, yeah, like wow. I get like kind of not excited, not excited, but it's just like, ooh, you're ordering from famous. Yes, like they, they, they give you. You get. You get. I mean, people just flood you with food. Uh, it's 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 too it's it's too it's too much. Yeah. but like. I feel like uh, obviously the birth of a child of uh, it's a joyous occasion, mm. uh, but it's uh, quite the opposite of a, right. of a parent dying. But it's similar, right? I don't know. Maybe maybe you don't get as much food as 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 when when someone passes away, though. Maybe people want to give you shit. Maybe yeah. want to help you out. Yeah. That's what I do when when someone has a baby. I like get them. I try to get them something to eat. You know, like yeah, the, yeah the like moment. a meal train. Who cares about the fucking babies? Does does no shit. When there's a baby, the people who are losing their mind the most are the parents. Like mm. the baby is fine. The yeah. baby's just living its life. Yeah. And so I usually make like, you know, like a huge casserole, like tin thing of macaroni and cheese. And they can just have it for the week, That's you know, great. put it in the oven or the microwave, do what you want with it. Have fun. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I was so mean to that person. But... <laughs> there you go. Fucking eat it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think there is something to just also like putting a little bit of work into the presentation. Like mm. like for me, like, like if I'm going to have, okay, you know what? This meal is going to be, it's going to be wheat toast with peanut butter, uh, sliced bananas, and honey. But if I just kind of make that look kind of nice, like I dri- do the nice little honey drizzle, and I <laughs> put that on a plate with like, the square, it's all like cut all nicely. It kind of like feels like a proper meal. Like that uh, kind of also helps me for losing my mind when I'm just eating something in a pinch. So I, I would yeah. say also like if you have a second, like yeah, maybe make it make it look like a meal. Yeah, like even like smashing avocado over a piece of bread. And oh, then, sure. You know, like that, that makes it fancy. Yeah. You know? New parents are going to make it look like a meal. They're going to do the slop bowl, if Yeah, anything. I know, but I'm saying, like, if you have a moment and you're just like, hey, what's, first off, this isn't just about, like, new parents. This is just, like, talking about the the general experience. But I'm saying, like, if you're limited in time and resources, but you can dedicate attention to something, I don't know, I think it's fine to take, like, an extra few seconds to kind of make your plate look nice. To, like, I'm not just eating pure garbage. Like, I feel like I'm actually eating a meal. You know, just for just for the sake of sanity. Too bad my dad can't die again. Get that Jesus bounty. What? I've already went through it. I'm saying he's already gone. So then, yeah. like, like, he came back and he's gone again. You get all the shit again. Do you want us to just come and give you dinner? <laughs> <laughs> just ask. <laughs> just set up a meal train. Set up a meal train for no reason. People will sign up and give you dinner. <laughs> I can't make dead dad jokes on my. That's the benefit of having your a dead dad. That's what you get. You get to make the dead dad. Joke. Say whatever you want. You get a nice little. You get a. You get. <laughs> you get an edible. You get so many edible arrangements. That's what I remember the most. It's like seventeen edible arrangements on our porch. Yeah, I feel like if you're thinking of sending the edible arrangement that 
context. Maybe be like, someone else probably got the edible arrangement covered. Yeah, you gotta, just, I don't need to be the edible arrangement guy. Someone's on that duty. There was truly like, yeah, there was like 15 right. arrangements. <laughs> It was March. They were on our enclosed porch uh, because it was cold outside. You know, they were fucking delicious. God, that's got to be so much of their business is just delivering yeah. a big fucking decorated basket of fruit to people who are grieving. If you see the edible arrangement truck coming, you better, you know, count your blessings. <laughs> call, your, like... <laughs> call your parents. <laughs> but if, serious question. Did edible arrangements just become edible or did I see a different company? Wow. Wow. That's I a could great be question. That a lot of companies are doing that. They're doing the Sean Parker. They're dropping mm-hmm. part of their brand and just like making it really. Yeah. Like, that, that might they. It might be. They might just be like, hey, just edible arrangement sounds. Too yeah. Specific. I feel like I saw a commercial for it like last night on when I was watching Jeopardy, but I could be wrong. I could have imagined it. Edible arrangements does feel like a modern day like casket man or coroner or something like. They come to your street. You're like, oh, this kind of something's wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're like, like there's like a, a a thing where like an edible arrangements like truck comes to your house and they give it to you like your wife and she's like, thank you, I miss my husband so much. That's how you find out you're fucking, fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking ghost. They should have ended and then success your wife's like, that way. Come inside. I'm lonely. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! She's oh, sucking off the edible oh, arrangement oh, guy. Oh. <laughs> Oh shit! He's a fucking minotaur. <laughs> there are ghosts. There are ghosts. There is ghost sex too. Yeah, that's, that was what I was forgetting. <laughs> uh, the URL is still edible arrangements. Oh, okay. But no. But the brand just says edible. Okay. You're correct. Okay. There we go. Wow. Interesting. Straight to the point, I guess. Yeah. 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 Edi- yeah. <laughs> edible. It's <an> edible food. <laughs> really clinical name for an eatery. <laughs> you get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, plus our, our entire pre-2018 back catalog. That's exciting. Wow. Subscribe at patreon.com slash doughboys. Our producer is Emma Erdbrink. Our associate producer is Amelia Marino. Our engineer is Casey Donahue, and our video editor is Mike Dorfman. Our guest today, Becky Feldman. Thanks for coming back, Becky. What a oh treat. Oh, my God. You guys, the be- you guys are the best. You're the, oh that, that's you, Becky. Hmm. That's, that's you. a mirror queen. I, I saw your one-woman show, and it was fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Are, you are you doing that again in 2024 anytime um, soon? I want to, and I'll uh, keep everyone posted. Yeah. Let yeah. people know. Anything else you want to plug? Um. Yeah, I have my uh, podcast, Too Stupid to Live. Um. There are, at this point, going to be episodes where I review an alien romance. Alien Hanukkah romance. It's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for that one. That's so insane. <laughs> um, I had a blast. Well, you know, it, it's been years at this point, but I had a blast when I did your podcast. Aww. Very, very funny podcast. You're welcome back anytime. I, I'd love, I'd love to. Now that I know about this mm-hmm. orc romance genre. Oh. oh come on, did I, did I drop out or something stupid? It, everyone happens with guests, you know. Like, I, is that what happened? Was I supposed to be on the show? And there, I didn't? there have been a few book related podcasts that was supposed. <laughs> we're supposed to Doughboys. <laughs> were supposed to guest and end up Weiger guesting. I just supposed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking Roll Doll earlier, and that's probably one of the last books I've read. Mm. Uh, I, I, I would, I would love to be on. I, oh, I yeah, can, I can read you. a book. Yeah, you can definitely read one of these books. They're so they're very easy. They're very breezy. Mm-hmm. My, I'm, and they're I, fucking horny. I, I love this. I'm mm-hmm. prob- pro- it probably will cause me to read it. I, I my mom was uh, in my room, and next to the bed was a uh, Confederacy of Dunces, and I've I've never read it. Yeah, and I bought it to read it. And she was like, this book's great. And she's like, you'll never read this. <laughs> I was like, why not? She's like, it's long. You're just not going to read it ever. <laughs> Fuck. It's probably.
Oh, you're right. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, that'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. And I send Nick the Greek to the fishes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what? Want to dress like the Doughboys? We don't recommend that. Instead, get all your favorite Doughboys merch at doughboys.kinshipgoods.com. Sources for the intro are in the episode description. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>